Yeah, buddies. Yeah, buddies. Clyde Edwards Hilaire dropping loads all over the place in week one. Chiefs win 34 to 20. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is a superhero. Take away four of those runs. He had 21 carries pretty much for those 138. He got stuffed at the goal line pretty much four plays in a row that weren't his fault. I know a lot of negative Nancys are going to get in here and be like, but Clyde Everclair didn't punch it in at the end. He's not going to be the goal line guy anymore, Smitty. I'll tell you what, Clyde Edwards Alaire is the goal line guy. They proved it by giving him the football four times in a row. What's up, expert? What's up, Sean? Um, man, I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited. This is the Clyde Edwards Hilaire, uh after party, essentially. Uh, go follow my boy, fantasy football expert on uh, IG and on YouTube. Um, Ari talking sports. Uh, or did you change it to fantasy football expert on YouTube? I think you changed it to that. Go follow my boy on IG though. Thank you, Smitty, for having me take Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You're welcome, 50. You're welcome. Crazy says CEH. Um, Smitty, you happy? I'm happy. I'm sad about my IG account. For those that, that know my IG account's locked right now. I, I'm hoping it works itself out in the morning. Tens two for a lot of people. Clyde should have three TDs. That's correct, Zachary. Um, or I'm sorry, Jason. Jason. Three TDs. Three. Um, he only had one, but he should have three. Will Fuller with 20 was big. Any updates on your IG? No. Um, I, I'm i just waiting. Hopefully it's a 24-hour like chill type of thing is my hope. If not, I'm not going to look too... I'm not going to think about it too much. I'm just going to march forward. I have my IG account, Smitty1.com. So Smitty1.com. Smitty1.com. Follow me on there. It was the Smitty show, but it, I, I felt like if I'm going to take this into in another direction right now, I'm just going to make sure that that account's branded properly for my Smitty1.com, which is uh, a link right here to the Fantasy Football Show. Man, Clyde. His floor, can you believe it? Wow. His floor, Sand Beach, is probably top. If he's healthy, five, six, seven. His ceiling's one. Number one overall. That's how high his ceiling is. Hopefully in the morning we'll be back. I, I'm hoping so, expert. And I'm gonna have a surprise for people. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so grateful. We're gonna call it Grateful Saturday. And we're gonna celebrate that day every year because I'm gonna be a grateful human being the moment that, that sucker comes back if it does. Clyde is so good. I love you, Smitty. Thank you, Nick. Do you think David Johnson's value has peaked? Yes. Here's what I think of David Johnson. I knew a lot of you were going to come in here talking about DJ, and I don't blame you. And I will admit, I'm not a homer. Um, I will change my mind. I won't pick just my Cardinals. I'm very, very objective. And I can backtrack because I don't think it's backtracking. I think it's smart analyzing. And I'm not here. I can admit when I'm wrong. I was wrong partway. I'll, I'll admit that part. I think DJ has more left in the tank short term than I thought. That part I was wrong about. But I believe he'll get hurt even after halftime. I went to go get a pizza pie. And when I got in my car, I was live with Dr. Raj on IG. We're talking about uh, this. uh, Look at Damon. Damon. Money balls Clayton. 
dropping the 20 spot. He says, all praise to King Clyde. Andy Reid got him a Harley after the game with a cheetah print seat. Uh, Damon Money Bags, Money Balls, sorry, Money Balls Clayton dropping the 20 spot. Thank you, kind sir. Thank you for keeping the lights on and, and brightening my day up, Damon, because I've had kind of a bad day with this whole Instagram account being blocked. It's so depressing, but Damon, this helps brighten my day, so thank you, sir. Thank you, Damon. What was I talking about? DJ. So I admit I'm, I was wrong. He's got more left in the tank short term, short term. But I would, I would say there's a, if I had to throw an arbitrary percentage on here, and I'm making stuff up here because I tend to do that on my own show, just kind of throw out a figure. But I tell you, it's it's a, a total guess. I'm gonna predict, total guess. The odds of DJ playing even 15 games for you at this level with this usage is damn near like a 10 to 15% odds. He is a walking injury um, at the usage that he's going to get. And he has a running style and a behavior as a receiver and a runner. He's all over the field of getting caught up because he's always trying to get that extra yard or two, which is fantastic from a fantasy perspective on its face. But if you watch him play, David Johnson's kind of lingering around more than most running backs, waiting to get leveled by two or three guys. I just think he takes a lot of unnecessary hits, and for a guy that I'm worried about getting hurt, I think he's setting himself up for a lot of injuries. His style of play just feels very injury-inviting. Uh, he's inviting injury. But I think... Per start, he'll do well. And I think you could trade him high and walk into a much safer vehicle to drive through the rest of your fantasy season with. So why not trade him high if you can go get a player that maybe slumps in week one? Don't trade him yet. Find out what people find out what players will slump in week one. Every year, guys, somebody, a handful of players will slump in week one, two, three, four. Sometimes if guys have slumped into week seven and six. And if you're smart, you can wait on those players, trade DJ for somebody you know is way better, that you would have drafted better, you'd still draft higher, and and then you know, you'll be you'll be excited. Who wants to do a league? Because I have a league, it's a free league. It's a 24 team league, one copy of every player, two quarterback, it's super flex. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So one one quarterback, one QB slash tight end slash running back slash wide receiver. So super flex. One running back, one wide receiver, one tight end, one no no flex. The flex is a super flex. And I believe we'll go no kicker, no D. So scaled down lineup, 24 teams. It'll kind of wash itself out and everybody will have a good team. 24 teams are going to be in. What you got to do to get into this league is be a YouTube exclusive member 
and you can cancel anytime. You do the one month. I, I'm pretty sure you're going to value the membership. But on YouTube, if you go to my main YouTube page, you'll see the join button. Join the YouTube membership. And not only do you get in the league if, if you're the first, like, 10. So I preface, the first 10 will get it. There's only, like, 10 or 11 spots open. We're drafting Saturday. And the caveat, the twist, the fun part about this league is if you draft a guy to play Thursday night, you're going to get their points. Meaning Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to, what, go one overall? That's the fun in this league. You know what people have done on Thursday. You know what Watson did. You know what Fuller did. You know what DJ did. If you're a DJ believer, well, guess what? Now you get to own DJ. And you can draft DJ in this draft. So, to get in. And again, it's going to be the first 10. Now, if I get an overwhelming amount of people, I'll do a second league. I'll do two drafts. So, you almost can't lose here. You almost are going to get in the league no matter what. I may even expand the number of teams and do something crazy. But all you got to do is go to my YouTube page, click on the YouTube exclusive membership, or or you can go to my Patreon. Patreon slash the Fantasy Football Show. I'll put that in the chat. It's right here. So act quick, 10, bu- 10 bucks. You can cancel anytime you want. I, I, I'm pretty pretty sure I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you want to keep the, the membership because you get a, a Zoom link every Sunday morning one hour before kickoff, I go on a private Zoom call with all of you in the in the exclusive memberships in the YouTube one and the 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 Patreon. They're the same product basically. Two different ways to get it. And so you get a Zoom link, you get exclusive videos on YouTube. I drop one at least one a week. I'm gonna probably do a Thursday Zoom call as well. I was gonna do one today, but it got crazy today. Uh, so I won't waste too much more time on that. But if you want in, that's the Patreon. And then my YouTube link, you just go to my YouTube page, smitty1.com, click on join, boom. It's going to be on Sleeper, the the Sleeper app site, or app. All right. Love Clyde, but stop with the Saquon comment. Who said that? Who said what? I didn't even see it. Patty was more erratic than usual, too, once they calmed down. Yeah, you know what? COVID, no preseason. This is preseason. Football and week one all wrapped in, up in one. You know, it's very, very tough for, I think, a lot of people to, to understand how hard it is to not have a week one preseason or at least, uh, you know, a, a regular offseason. These guys had to, to work out the, the kinks. You know what's going to be crazy? And a lot of people didn't talk about this before the, the year kicked off, but the teams that will benefit most are going to be these teams that are uh, have less turnover, you know, more camaraderie, more meshing that's gone on over the years. So San Fran probably will do really well on defense, probably do pretty decent on offense. Um, I don't think they'll have a lot of jitters or struggles where a team like the Colts, I worry about the Colts meshing together. I worry about a lot of teams. You could even say Brady, but Brady does have Gronk. Brady is the GOAT. Brady's probably more capable of handling the change better than a lot of other quarterbacks. And he's so he's such a pro. So stats right in front of you. Deshaun Watson, 253, one touchdown, one INT, and uh, 27 yards and a touchdown on the ground. That's pretty Deshaun Watson-like. David Johnson, 
Um, this is kind of what you fear about David Johnson. He was ultra-efficient, so he had 77 yards and a touchdown. He had a 7-yard average, which is really good, but didn't get a whole lot of work in the second half on the ground because they were losing. Um, he did have three catches for 32 yards. I think this will probably be one of his better games, and I think he can deliver this kind of outing for as long as he stays healthy. Like, I make no mistake about it, and I said this before the game, DJ might have a good week one, and he did. So all these people going, ah, ha, 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 told you, you were, you were wrong about DJ, Smitty. They didn't pay attention because I said from the beginning, DJ could have a good week one. He could have a good week two. He especially could have had a good week one on Thursday night. Everybody's amped, playing the Chiefs, and he did. He had a good game. He could have had a lot better game, but he had a good game. So did Fuller. We thought Fuller would do well too. Now it's time to sell on on DJ because you can get a player that you would you wouldn't have dreamed getting in the draft. Why not laterally, quietly step into a different player that has probably the same upside in your mind, but has a whole lot less risk? Why not do that? I think it's a smart play, a very very smart play. So uh, Fuller was a, an outstanding start. Anybody that had Fuller in their lineup was expecting a big game, and they got it. And Fuller, I think, is going to be really good per start, but how many games will this guy play? How long before Fuller gets hurt? I think we all can expect Fuller to get hurt at some point. Um, let's see. No other players really of note. I mean, look at Cook's. Two catches for 20 yards. Right here. Gar garbage. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, 25 carries for 138 and one score on the other side. 5.5 yards a pop, a pop. That was six yards per carry. What did I tell you? Clyde is a five yard per carry running back in the NFL. Just like Jamal Charles was. Do you think Clyde will get this many carries? On a week-to-week -week basis, Matt, what do you think, Matt? I'm not, not going to hit the take a lap button because that wasn't that was nothing bad about that question. I'm scared that he's five seven. That you get a lap. Take a lap. He's two oh seven. I'm two oh seven. Unfortunately, I wanted to drop some lbs. I went down to two oh one. I'm two oh five, two oh seven, depending on what I eat. I need to run again. My knee started bothering me, so I took a few weeks off of running hardcore. But I'm back. I think I'm going to run tonight. I'm back. But I'm 207. Me and Clyde are the same height. He's or same weight. I'm six. I'm not five seven. <laughs> I'm six two. He's about five seven. I don't know what is that like right here. He's like five seven. But we weigh the same. Don't be worried about his height. Priest Holmes was a lot shorter than I think he was listed. I think he was listed at like five nine. But he's probably like the same height as Clyde. Don't worry about his height. Did did it look like a problem tonight, Matt? What a lot of people do is have these knee-jerk, I want to get out and sell before something crashes reaction, and they end up missing the continued climb. Think about this. When you think about bailing on Clyde, Matthew, or whoever, when you think about bailing on Clyde, think about 
what Godwin owners were or what Godwin believers were thinking when he climbed from the sixth to seventh round from over. Don't worry about the goal line work. He got four straight goal line carries. Look at the positives, Coven. Look at the positives, Coven. The positives are he got the goal line work. The positives are he didn't drop the football. The positives are they've seen a whole body of work of college goal line running and practice running the goal line calls and everything. You think they're going to take these four carries in an, in a, almost a preseason setting where he got hit by multiple players in the backfield? Clyde doesn't go down by one, one, one arm tackle. Let me ask you this. Uh, who was it said that? Who said that? We're, oh, Calvin. And I'm not going at you. Calvin, you're my boy. You know that, right? Brofist. Calvin's my boy. But Calvin, I'm trying to like talk to you here. I'm trying to connect and, and, and let you and ease your mind. I'm your I'm your fantasy papa. I'm trying to, to make you feel comfortable here. Calvin, you're at work. Okay. Somebody comes over and takes a dump on your desk. All over the TPS reports that you're getting ready to turn in to Gil from accounting. Who's then going to give them to Bob from accounting. Takes a runny dump all over those TPS reports. Let me ask you a question. And maybe they will judge you for it. Are you in trouble? Did you screw the TPS reports up? No, you didn't. You know who screwed them up? Whoever took a dump on him, which was, who do we say it was? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was hit in the backfield on those four carries. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire didn't screw up those goal goal line carries. His coach knows that. His coach is smart enough to watch the film, even though he saw it on the field, and realize that those plays weren't Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's fault. He didn't not. He didn't not get in the end zone because he was a bad goal line runner. Andy Reid's smarter than that. Give him a little credit. Just like Coven, the, the three loads sitting on your desk, running down the backside, going into the, the electrical outlet, stinking up your cubicle, that wasn't your fault. A smart boss or coach would see that. So I, I'm already getting tired of the 15 times I've already seen that comment. What about the goal line work? He's probably going to lose it. Glass half empty, Cobbin. Glass half empty. Four goal line carries in a row. Glass half empty to say, looks like he's done. Everybody has this knee-jerk reaction where they want to get out of greatness so they don't get disappointed. But as I was saying earlier, guess what happened to Godwin? Believers who listened to my content where I said when Godwin in January, if you remember back, Godwin was a 6th, 7th round pick in fantasy football heading into 2019, January, February. I went on IG and YouTube and said, trade uh, for this guy in Dynasty and draft him and redraft. He's the steal of the 6th, 7th round range. He climbed, he climbed, he climbed, he climbed. By July and August, guess who was sitting in the 3rd round? Christopher Mother freaking Godwin. And guess what a lot of people did? He's climbed too high. Too good to be true. I'm out. I'm out. Same thing people did with A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown and and uh, Chris Godwin have the same trajectory ADP-wise in the offseason. Same kind of upside and ability. 
Dalvin Cook, Kenyon Drake, A.J. Brown, Godwin. They're parallels. They're, they're, they're the most parallels. They're, they're twins. They're fantasy twins. You will see similar things happen with both of these guys from 2019 to 2020. What do you think people did with A.J. Brown when he was a 6th, 7th rounder? Climbed all the way up to 4.01. I'm out. You can't possibly double your value and still have upside, right? It depends. It depends. With A.J. Brown and with Godwin, there was still a whole lot of upside left. Chris Godwin. Yeah, that's right, Greg. That's my whole point here. Chris Godwin in the third round when people said, Whoa, he's climbed too high. They missed out on a whole bunch of upside that was still there. Still present. People have this this reaction to once a guy has climbed so high, like a stock, okay? A stock goes from $5 to 12 You don't buy it because you're like, I already missed out on the climb. It goes from 12 to 25 while you're sitting on your butt. On your butt because you're worried that you missed out on the on the the five to twelve dollar climb when it was going to climb from twelve to forty five. Godwin climbed from the sixth seventh round to the third, and a lot of people got scared because they missed out on that and they wanted to run away. So the same thing with Clyde. Clyde gets four goal line carries. What do people want to do? Run away and not look at the positives and say, oh, he, his upside can't get better from here. He had 138 yards and a touchdown and didn't get four goal line carries into the end zone. Better trade Clyde. I'm just going to trade. I'm just going to cut the cord. Like, why live like that? Clyde has the potential to be the number one running back in fantasy football. He does. He does. And a lot of people realize that tonight. A lot of people realize that tonight. And I think anybody with this knee-jerk reaction needs to take a step back and ask themselves, why do you play fantasy football? Do you play it because you're a nervous wreck and you don't want anything to do with the risk? Or you don't want anything to do with playing a fun gamble? Like betting on Clyde continuing to do what he's doing? If that doesn't seem fun to you, if you can't see the positive and upside in rolling with Clyde, even though he didn't get four goal line touchdowns punched in. And I'm not going at you. Who was I even? See, I don't even remember who I was talking to. Coven, I think. This is not about you, Coven. His name's Kevin, but I call him Coven. I'm getting the sniffles, man. I, I think I'm getting COVID. He killed it, man. He killed his first game. I agree. But I hope my, my Godwin example makes sense to you guys i hope you realize that godwin parallels aj brown's current trajectory godwin sixth seventh rounder climbs to the fourth third fourth round people get freaked out because he climbs so high he can't get better can he? he's already climbed half of you know half his value doubled no way i can draft godwin now in the third round it's too high A.J. Brown, 6th, 7th rounder, climbs all the way to round 4.01, round, late round 3, early round 4. No way he can get better. There's no more upside left. Yes, there is. A.J. Brown is next. The Clyde party, the Clyde breakout party, that happened tonight. The A.J. Brown breakout party, that sucker happens next. Hollywood Brown, hopefully. And don't knee-jerk react if they don't do well. 
COVID, this offseason. It's like a weird preseason game in week one for everybody. But the good news is the Ravens should have some good camaraderie experience meshing. I think the Ravens are one of the teams that will come out playing very productive in week one. Oh, man. Saw your guy in the comments section talking about bailing. And he got me thinking. Don't don't bail on Clyde. You mean bail on Clyde? Don't bail on Clyde. Don't bail on Clyde. That's what you mean. And I didn't mean to come at any one of you specifically. I was just telling you my... I'm, I'm getting a little bit... Not irritated in a, in a bad way. Irritated into wanting to talk about it. You know? Like it's driving me into a good topic. Really. It's not bad. But people talking negatively about Clyde's performance tonight. It's, it's weird. I'm seeing 70% of you fire emojis. Arms raised. Bro fisting. All kinds of good emoji love getting spread around the fantasy football show community and at smitty1com on IG. Hopefully I get my at the fantasy football show Instagram handle back. But, oh, uh, your super chat didn't send. Now that's unacceptable, Umberger. Um, looks like I missed this super chat, but Jordan, I'm sorry, Jordan. Jordan. So I offered Amari Cooper and Fournette for Juju. Then I get a counter offer, Amari Cooper and Jonathan Taylor for Juju. No, bro. No, not at all. In fact, Juju and Amari are like, you could argue one over the other. You could get on either side of that. Don't throw in Fournette. Um, so I offered, yeah, you're throwing, you're offering Cooper and Fournette for Juju. I'm glad he declined that. You can do better. You can come up with some creative trade. Let Fournette gain value. You're trying to trade, uh, you know, a pack of, of baseball cards that might have a rookie card in it. I'm not a huge, huge Fournette believer, but there's some value there that has not blossomed yet, bro. Let Fournette gain some value. Jonathan Taylor alone could be better than Juju. Amari Cooper alone. If you want the video version of this show, get on over to smitty1.com. Smitty1.com. That's a short link to my YouTube channel. Let's go. Loan could be better than Juju. I just keep Amari Cooper and Taylor, bro. I'm a I'm a I'm a guy that's worried about Cooper, but I am just as worried about Juju, man. That guy doesn't take the offseason seriously. He's always on TikTok dancing around. Um, I like Juju at the right price. This is like you're trading one risk for another, and then you're trying to give up a whole bunch more. No, Jordan. No. Let me go see if Umberger super chat went through. Try again, Umberger. Clyde Rival Seeks Rookie Year. Absolutely. Bull prediction. Haskins throws for 4,000 yards. That's a bull prediction. That's straight up. That's straight up bull, bro. Do not trade DJ. I trade DJ on the high. No doubt about it. No, I'm not surprised you and I disagree. You old man. Eckler. Probably an answer to someone's question. Thank you, Nick, for taking care of the people. Noah wants to get not to trade DJ because I say to trade him. Noah is very argumentative with me. He's an old man. Get off his lawn. He's probably, I think Noah is about 85 years old. JT over Clyde. Sergio. 
Take a lap. Take a lap. Take a lap. Take a lap. Let me see. I'm on the clock. Do I take Clyde or JT? Clyde. Rest in peace, my chances of getting Clyde. There hasn't been a truer statement said all year long. This is more true than saying that I'm going to have breakfast tomorrow. Tony Turley in the house. Umberger and Tony Turley, the two biggest super chatting legends on the fantasy football show, both on the same show. Thank God Watson got that rushing TD. I have him starting in two gold dynasties. Tony's a baller. So is Unberger. You guys are, are legends. Um, Unberger finally got a super chat in. Let's see what this one is. boy. what's the question? Thank you, Unberger. DJ had a half that totes. That totes? And more fantasy points draft-based value is DJ. Why not admit DJ is the better value? Um, cause Clyde is the man on burger, but I appreciate your super chat and your, your take. Um, I think DJ, DJ's, I, if DJ stays healthy, I'll put it this way, gravel. I'll put it this way. If DJ stays healthy, you were absolutely going to get a steal. One of the steals of the, of, of your draft. But I predict he doesn't stay healthy. So we have totally different like angles we're looking at this from. Number two, I think you could just as easily say that Clyde at number 10, 11, 12, 13, where a lot of people got him. Keep in mind, Umberger, a lot of people got Clyde before that final push where Damian held out. I know a lot of redraft owners didn't get to take advantage of it like we did in Dynasty. But a lot of my following is Dynasty-based, so... It depends on the angle you're talking about, but Clyde Clyde's going to be I think one to one to three overall. Clyde is so bad he can't catch a ball and get one yard. Says Ian Ian must have missed out on all of his Clyde shares because Ian's going crazy out over Clyde. <laughs> Ian's trying to come up with every negative he can. Clyde didn't drink enough water, and I heard he had a cramp after the game. Get rid of him. <laughs> Ian Ian's doing his best Clyde uh, hating I think he might be joking though he might be making fun of other people actually that's fair but everybody can get injured attaboy Umberger trust you trust your gut bro do you and uh, I know you're bold as I'm starting to play in leagues with you I'm starting to get a sense that you and I share a lot of the same views and then we don't but that's what's fun about fantasy football that's what gets a guy to fall, you know, in those leagues. I, I like playing with people that are a little bit different minded because otherwise we're drafting the same guys and nobody gets any good value in, in drafts. So I like that we see things a little differently on Burger, but I think uh, I think a lot of DJ owners are going to go to bat for him. But what I'm trying to tell people is if you own him, great. I mean, he did good because he looked good this week, but I think it's time to trade him. Uh, Derek with the super chat. Thank you, Derek. Calvin Ridley breakout year. Absolutely. This could be the year that Ridley takes that baton. And he's he's the lead dog, the, the closer, the anchor leg 
in in that on that fantasy roster on that NFL roster, but in fantasy football, when you're comparing Ridley and Julio, it might be Ridley moving forward. Many people might not like that take, but Smitty, what's your what are your thoughts on Acres? Acres might have opportunity, but I don't trust the Rams. The only thing that's going to make Acres vault into that running back one spot full time fast is injury. If Henderson can't stay healthy and he's been banged up, if Malcolm Brown can't stay healthy and he always gets banged up, Akers might start a game because he's the only back left, and that's going to be good for him. But I believe that Akers' running style, his crossing with his feet, he crosses his feet a lot in the backfield, something that gets you in trouble at the NFL level because linebackers are quicker, um, defensive line linemen are quicker. You're going to get caught pretty quickly if you're doing a lot of these things like crossing your feet, Lowering your head when you when you run into multiple defenders at a time. And again, I always talk to you guys about how he lowers his head and doesn't hit people with his helmet and his pad. He literally uses his neck to steamroll over people and it's his like signature move. It's not something he can unlearn very easily. There's a lot of reasons on film that I didn't like him. And then he lands in the one place where the Rams burned me and you could say I'm a little biased because I got burnt myself in not using the best player available, and then and then he gets hurt. So I think he I think he's on a path to potentially be more valuable than I would have of thought early on because of injury, and I think he's a guy that's very very capable of getting injured. Malcolm Brown, the game starter. How do you feel about Aaron Jones? I've talked about Aaron Jones quite a bit. Thank you, uh, Cody. Aaron Jones is a worry. Aaron Jones is in a situation where his coaching staff wants to find another way to get another running back in the mix all the time. You ask him, did Aaron Jones prove himself? They say we're running multiple running backs. They go into a draft. They draft a guy like A.J. Dillon. Now, A.J. Dillon doesn't appear to be in a, a great position to like do a lot right now. So Aaron Jones has a window to tear it up. And if he can stay healthy, which has been his um, biggest problem, staying healthy. And the reason he was on my bold predictions last year, my top seven, I believe. And I don't think I've challenged everybody to go find an analyst that went on record like I did predicting bigger things like I did on Aaron Jones last year. He was on my bold predictions list and I nailed it. Why am I not hiring him this year? Because he doesn't enter 2020 the same way he enters 2019. He enters 2019 with his, his uh, diet on point. He's ripped, absolutely shredded. And he may have kept that physique walking into 2020 but we didn't hear about it we haven't seen it we don't know and i'm if i'm a gambling man and i tend to be in a lot of ways i would bet that he's had one of his worst off seasons for nutrition and one of his worst off seasons for staying in shape and getting ripped and ready for the nfl and the grind that an nfl season will take on your body when you're an injury prone player to begin with and you most likely aren't at your best and your best is why you stayed healthy in 2019. If you're being at your best nutrition, physical-wise, mental, 
if that's why you cracked my top seven bold predictions and became a, a breakout running back and scored 19 touchdowns, but only had 1084-ish on the ground. I, I, if, I'm a, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say that Aaron Jones is set up to be one of the bigger disappointments in 2020, but it depends where you got him, and I'm certainly not trading him low. I'm not getting rid of this guy at a low value. You ride the wave. You drafted him, you ride the wave. Tony Parker, I would consider trading Cup to get an upgrade at tight end. Ingram is risky. He's probably answering someone else's question. Thank you for taking care of the people. Tony, if you have another question, pop it in there. Aaron Rodgers said Jamal Williams came back a step faster, running routes like a wide receiver. You never know what's going to happen in that Green Bay backfield. That's the problem. So, um, I had Scary Terry and Cooper Cup on my bench. That's why I didn't mind trading Julio. Stewart with the super chat. Thank you, Stewart. Off to the off to a great start with Clyde on two to three teams. Absolute fire, Stewart. Good job. In one of those uh, quick flex, Jarvis concerns me in week one, so I'm going with Judy Monday night. Thoughts? I love it. Jerry Judy. Thank you for the super chat, um, Stewart. Jerry Judy, uh, especially with Courtland Sutton banged up. Jerry Judy could walk into. Elite wide receiver numbers right away. So get ready for the Jerry Judy maturing process to get kicked into high gear. I love Jerry Judy. Two players I want to talk about that are so under the radar right now. TJ Hawkinson. Jerry Judy. Go get both of these guys in, in on the cheap and redraft and dynasty, especially Dynasty, but Dynasty. Judy's going to cost you a whole lot more. But Hawkinson and Judy could both be elite um, to a certain degree. Judy will be, I think Judy could be a high-end wide receiver three in fantasy football, even as a rookie. I think Hawkinson could be a top five tight end. You do, you do not, you do not buy Hawkinson at that value. Don't walk away with the don't walk away thinking what I'm saying is to go buy Hawkinson at anywhere close to top five tight end value. Hawkinson is fantastic. Hawkinson is low value. And Hawkinson is the closest thing, in my opinion, to being the next George Kittle as long as he can stay healthy, which is Hawkinson's only concern. TJ Hawkinson looks like the next George Kittle. Mark it down. Tony, thank you for the super chat. I was pleasantly surprised by how well the Texans' offensive line played. Do you concur? I think the Texans did really well. My concern with the Texans is do they give Watson enough weapons in, in the receiving game? And everybody, that was everybody's worry. You know? Like, do you... You trade away D. Hopkins, you get David Johnson, but your running game... I think comes second to the passing game where you need those weapons. So to me, it was such a dumb trade. Everybody thought so. And Fuller, Fuller is good, but at what point 
do they lose? When do they lose Fuller? If Fuller's out of there, what do they do? They have no support. This is like you know, I feel like there's LeBron. LeBron James is on the field or the court, and there's no one to help him. He can only do so much. Watson's like LeBron on the court, but on the field on Sundays, if if DJ gets hurt or if Fuller gets hurt, he's literally down way more than other players would be down if they lost one of their core players. Like, these are the only two offensive weapons I think he has. Fuller and DJ. And DJ's playing good. We know that. Uh, DJ looked good. But very injury pr- prone. Fuller's even more injury prone. Cooks is probably even more injury prone. What is he going to do in week 10 when two of these guys are down? So, good offensive line or not, a good offensive line is going to get tired and Tony, you make a great point. They might be better than we even think. You know, they may be better. They may be better than they looked tonight. Because I feel like Watson. You know, there's a couple times where Watson just looked like he didn't have any help. Thank you for the super chat, both of you, Stuart and Tony. And I like I you got that said, Tony. I still like Watson. Watson, look what he did. Seventy-seven. Or I'm sorry. 27 yards rushing, one touchdown, and he could have had a much better rushing game. He didn't get going until the second half running the football. But Watson's very 201-1 capable through the air. He's always going to kind of flirt with a, an INT, but 251-1 and one, or 251-1 or 201 and then 40, 50 yards rushing and a really good shot at a touchdown. That's a Watson line. And because of the rushing, because of the 10 points he's going to get you on the ground most weeks, 7 to 10 points. Watson is going to be pretty darn good. Uh, show you my all-KC team. I like that. Yes, I will. I concur. I concur with you. I'm showing you my all-KC team. Let's do it. Why won't my phone show up? Oh, that's why. Okay, let me show you my all-KC team. My all-KC team, baby. It's this league right here. <laughs> if I would have got that other touchdown from Clyde, I'd be re- I'd be sitting really good. I'd be sitting at about 115, 120. I don't know if it's going to cut it this week. And this, you could say this is this was a, probably a down week for me because the Kansas City Chiefs only scored 34 points. If the Chiefs scored 40 or 50, I'd be I'd be in a much better position. But this is my all KC team: 26 out of Mahomes, 19.8 out of Clyde, Daryl Williams got me five, Tyreek Hill got me 15.6, Hardman only got me 1.6, Kelsey got me 17, Watkins got me 21. My bench players. Looks like I made all the right calls because everybody else on the team got me zero. Uh, oh, no, five. Robinson got five. Robinson almost had that touchdown, too. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do next week. Do I play Robinson? Do I play... Um, I don't know, but that's my all-KC Chief team. Even my bench is all-KC Chiefs. I literally went out and traded and dropped and picked up every single... I even got the Kemp, the backup wide receiver... 
I even got the backup quarterbacks. I got more. I got Henny. I got everybody. These, this is my all KC team. And my experiment is to see what they do on the year from a fantasy football perspective. 106 is pretty respectable. Um, I like that. It's not bad. Thank you for asking. Because I've been excited and it's such a fun experiment. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I have Clyde and my wife has David Johnson, says LaBello. What is going on with my trackpad? Get out of here. Umberger says he loves it. I'm not sure if you mean my KCT team. Um, Clyde, two targets, any concerns, or just the Chiefs control the game? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's flow. A lot of it is they didn't want to give him too much. He's learning the playbook. Like, you want to hear the craziest part? Clyde doesn't know the playbook. He couldn't possibly know the playbook yet. Damian Williams didn't know the playbook after playing through weeks, you know, the second half of the year in 2017, uh, when Damian, wa- or 2018, and Damian walked into 2019 after that big, huge, he had 10 TDs in six games. He said, I don't, I don't know the offense. I don't know the offense. He, he hadn't learned the offense. They had to call plays and tell him where to go on that play. Clyde couldn't possibly have picked up everything. It's one of the most complex offenses in the NFL, the Chiefs offense. Very, very dynamic and complex and a lot of things, to, a lot of moving parts to it. So it makes sense that they didn't go to him a ton in the passing game. But also keep in mind, he's learning. They haven't had a chance to, to, to design plays for him. They're going to start doing that. They're going to do draw plays. They're going to do uh, plays where literally Clyde waits and blocks for two or three seconds, then runs out to the flat, catches the football, a design play that allows collapses to give him open space and rushing lanes and gaps. And he's going to take advantage and exploit all that space. All it takes for Clyde is two or three receptions and he could have 40, 50 yards receiving. Keep in mind what he did tonight. He averaged over six yards per carry until the last four carries, which were those goal line stops, which diluted his yards per uh, rush to about 5.5, right? What was it? 5.5. So Clyde averaged 5.5 yards per carry, but it really was six all game long. This guy catching the football is going to be the same exact result. If he catches a football in the flat, makes one wiggle, he's going to literally go 50, 60 yards on two or three catches. Every three or four catches, I'd say 50, 60 yards. The guy's going to average an insane amount of yards per catch, an insane amount of yards per carry and have well over double-digit touchdowns if he stays healthy all year. And and what I loved coming out of tonight was Clyde's ability to hold on to the football. If you watch a lot of his plays, re-watch it back, when he gets into a, a situation where contact's about to be made, especially when he goes through a gap and, and hits that line of scrimmage, he literally protects the ball with both hands, gets in there, makes his move, gets through the hole, and he's so quick left or right, even when he's in that position protecting the football. So special. So special watching this guy. If anybody is stuck on the fact that they predicted Clyde to bust, or they didn't get in the Clyde game, they didn't get any shares of Clyde because they had their concerns, or they just did one draft, 
I urge you to watch every one of his carries. If you watch Clyde Edwards Slayer, I wish I could put him on YouTube, but YouTube's pretty strict about that stuff. If you watch every carry Clyde takes, you see players slipping off of him left and right. The dude is slippery. The dude cannot be taken down with a one-arm tackle because you can't knock him over. He's short to the ground. He's like a he's like a water cooler on the field. And he's just going around. He's solid, built, built strong, shorter. They can't even see him over the line. There's a couple carries live on TV where literally they showed the, the replay before commercials, a replay of one of his good runs. And you literally see a little, little, little piece of his helmet right here. You see him back there. And then he goes, and then all of a sudden you see him emerge from behind his lineman. And the defense can't even track him. And then he makes one little wiggle, and then people are just sliding off him, just completely missing their tackle and and sliding off him like butter. He's impossible to take down. He And, and that's why I love him in the goal line, and I love all these comments that people are like, he's not going to get goal line work anymore. Andy Reid's smarter than that. Like I told you before, if someone came and took a dump on your desk and ruined all your TPS reports, your smart boss is going to know that someone came and took a dump on your desk, didn't help you out any, and then he's not going to judge you for those TPS reports and the quality of your work that day. He's smart. No way Andy, Andy Reid is going to look at those four carries and say, those four carries were Clyde's fault. No. He got hit by multiple defenders. Tech, the Texans did a very good job bottling him up and getting him into a, a spot where he literally was getting slowed down and then couldn't use the strength that he probably doesn't have to drive two or three guys into the end zone, but he has the strength to do it with one guy because they can't grab him. If you see that one carry where he almost took it house, Clyde got hit, lowered his head, which I don't love when players do that, but he lowered his head, literally hit the defender, I forget who he was, who, who was making contact with at the moment, gets tripped up, and literally gets like four or five carries. I think it was like a 10-yard run, and I forget if it was in the fourth quarter. He looked for that one run alone. If you watch his film, it's it's magical the way this guy navigates space, the way he uses his spatial intelligence, his ability to stay on his feet when people are trying to knock him over. Most people would fall on their face two, three, four yards before Clyde even gets close to falling down or getting tripped up or getting finally uh, wrangled by two or three people and then taken down. Um, all right, hit me some questions. Fantasy questions. Start bench, whatever. Trade. Let's talk about trade. I want to do, do some trade talk. Okay, 137 of you in the room, only 46 thumbs up. Let's punch that thumbs up and let YouTube know this is the place to be. So if you guys could do me a favor, if I'm bringing you value at all, all 138 to 150 of you in here, please hit that thumbs up right now. It's so quick for you to do. Punch it and then it helps me. Clyde is going to see weaker defenses this year. Wait on it. Clyde's going to imagine him opening up for two or three touchdowns on like 12, 15 carries. I can't wait. Jordan, another super chat. Thank you, Jordan. Kind sir. DJ Moore, top eight wide receiver this year. Question mark. Trade for him. What are your thoughts on him? 
I'm really scared about Amari Cooper not even being a top 20 wide receiver. I don't blame you for being worried, Jordan, before uh, C.D. Lamb was drafted. I thought that there was a really good chance that that uh, Gallup was going to outscore Amari Cooper in 2020. I worry about injury. I worry about a lot of things. What I worry about now, also in addition to injury, in addition to him vanishing, in addition to drops, being consistent when you need him, I worry now more than anything about the presence of Gallup, the presence of C.D. Lamb, the meaning behind the Cowboys drafting C.D. Lamb, knowing that your replacement is right on his way uh, to becoming the number one wide receiver for for the team that you're supposed to be the number one wide receiver for. It's going to mess with his head. He's the kind of player that that messes with, that gets to him. We've seen him with the drops. He got into a bad headspace. And I know you can say it was Oakland. Oakland's a black hole. Part of that is very, very true. There are a lot of players that did bad in Oakland. Um, but we've seen him vanish and get into a bad headspace. And I think it's very, very possible that C.D. Lamb gets him in that place. D.J. Moore is safer. I would trade a Amari Cooper for D.J. Moore. I would do that. I worry about Carolina... Meshing well. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think I definitely make that trade. Thank you, Jordan. Much safer. DJ Moore feels much safer. Should I start Jonathan Taylor or Mostert? This is an easy call for me, even though I love Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor could eventually make this a really good problem to have and maybe put you in a nice position to trade one of the two. But right now, man, you don't know what you're getting out of uh, out of Taylor yet. He's got two other players that could potentially get even amounts of workloads, meaning you got one third, one third, one third. Um, you also have you could be potentially looking at them splitting series and all that, and then you're like waiting two series to see Jonathan Taylor out there. They may run him out there on first down every down. We don't know, but you got to wait and see. Mostert, we know they're going to play him a ton. Whether Mostert's the starter in Week 10 or not, that's a whole other concern that I think 49er fans can tell you about, that San Fran runs multiple running backs. They don't want to, I think. They prove that by giving Mostert a little bit of, uh, more money and guarantees. I think that's a good step in the right direction, but they're capable of being like, if Mostert has one or two bad games, let's put Coleman in, let's let's rotate the running backs and go with the hot hand. I could totally see that coaching staff and, and San Fran doing that. But out the gate, week one, Mostert's going to get the work. Mostert's going to get a shot. Go Mostert, but uh, good question. Cody says there's 126 of us in here. Punch the like button, y'all. Listen to the man. Smitty, would you trade Diggs and Moss for Mark Andrews? I love Moss. I'm not, I'm indifferent on Diggs, to be honest with you. He could be good, he could be bad. But I do this trade. If it's redraft or dynasty, yeah, I do that. Andrews is worth it. I like Moss a lot. If you have Moss, this is the kind of trade you want to get Moss to to value-wise so you can do it. You're already able to do it right now. Um, Moss is going to be one of the best trade options and trading pieces you could find 
Um, I think come week seven, week eight, week six, week five, I don't know how long it's going to take them, but Moss is going to gain a ton of value in the next two to eight weeks. Get ready. Get ready. But you can do this now. I do it now. You're getting an advance on that. Someone's giving you an advance on Moss's future value in that trade. Andrews is worth a lot. Smitty, you missed a super chat. Your super chat. Derek, I'm sorry. Looking for Derek. Derek, I got it. Sorry, Derek. Bad Smitty. Take a lap. Take a lap. Take a lap. Derek says. Take a lap. Take a lap. Should I trade Goddard and Jared for Jared Cook? I have Higby same bye week as Goddard. Goddard is my backup. Yes, I would do that then. That makes a whole lot of sense. A, I think they're very close anyway. I think Cook, you could argue Cook, Goddard, Goddard, Cook. Um, Goddard's not in the same spot Jared Cook is, I think, in terms of what he's guaranteed production-wise, but he also could emerge really quickly. But Higby's your starter. Um, Why trade for a player that's not even getting full-time, or why keep a guy that's not even getting full-time work when you can go get Jared Cook? So I'd take Jared Cook. If that's me. Hey, Smitty, micro movements. boy. Those micro movements are special, man. CEH had a great cut in this game, so no worries. I agree. Trade Drake for Clyde, but not trade... But not Drake for Zeke. What? Not Drake and Zeke. Oh, not Drake and Zeke for Clyde. Yeah. Don't trade Zeke and or don't trade Zeke and Drake for Clyde. Look, the, the the ships already like you needed to be on board with with Clyde or it's done. Like everybody was warned to go get shares of Clyde before week one occurred, because we knew this was probably gonna happen on Thursday night. So if you miss Clyde, don't go chasing the I don't, don't want to say falling knife. The, the the rising knife. Don't grab onto the knife that's rising. You're going to get cut. Like, you got to... You had to already buy them. You had to already own at least a, a share of them somewhere. I made that my mission to make sure every one of you drafted Clyde on at least one of your teams so you could be along for this ride. I told you the same thing with A.J. Brown. Um, in a way, cream hunt, but you didn't have to get him at, you know, value that's going to kill you because hunt's still a risk. But... A.J. Brown was the same. I, I told everybody there were two predictions that in my gut, like in my soul, man, it hurts to talk about. That's how much I believe in them. And that was A.J. Brown and, and Clyde. MT or Clyde. Uh, so before week one, I was taking Clyde every time. So nothing's changed there. If anything, it's solidified tonight. But that isn't to say that, let's say, one of you didn't do that and you got MT. You can still make that work very easily. Like MT's no slouch and very arguable. You could argue that still. But I'm just telling you what I would do if I was on the clock. Should I feel comfortable with Brady and Allen as my QB? Yeah, absolutely. Brady. Oh, they put the wrong comment on on screen. Should I feel comfortable with Brady? Brady's my number three to four quarterback overall, Parker. You know that. So, hell to the yeah. I trade 
bigger guns away to get Brady and some because I feel like quietly Brady will be as good as those big guns that I'm trading away. Brady, to me, is a top three to five quarterback in 2020. Could I be wrong about this one? Sure. It could be one of the many things I'm going to be wrong on. But I feel really good about this Tampa Bay Buck team. And I'm not too worried about Evans like everybody and their mother is. Um, even if you miss week one, you know, it sucks. I don't like it. Like, who, who likes that? Who, who loves their third rounder, their 3.1 or 3.2 draft selection missing week one? Nobody likes that. I'm not excited about that, but he may play. We don't know. I've heard it could be a lot less of a deal, big deal, than, than people are making it out to be. DK Metcalf, top five wide receiver this year. Beat reporters slacking due to COVID-19. Kevin Norton, you're not surprising me. I've been beating this Nikhil Harry's a top 6 to 10, uh, 6 to 12 type value all season long. A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, D.J. Chark, who's actually not a sophomore, he's a junior, and Hollywood Brown beating that drum all off season long. I freaking love all four of those guys. What's up, Mood? I haven't seen you in a while, bro. What's up? Uh, what are the odds on him keeping this production? Who? Who are we talking about? I already forgot. Was it the last Super Chat you were referring to? Uh, what? Who are you talking about, Mood? Mood, tell me who you're talking about. I got Clyde. And I went wide receiver heavy and got D. Hopkins, DJ Moore, and Thielen. I like that. I'm not as big on Thielen as other people. But, you know, as your fourth drafted player, like, that's not bad. But I would have taken a couple other players over the four. You know, I would have taken A.J. Brown in a heartbeat over Thielen. 100 times out of 100, I would have taken D.K. Metcalf over Thielen. But that's me. Oh, Clyde's 25 touches. Well, I mean, think think about it. I have people mood asking me over and over if Clyde's going to get more receptions. I've asked me, people ask me, people are asking me over and over. I sure hope, or tell me, I hope Clyde gets more work and Daryl Williams doesn't get as much work heading into the coming weeks. So he's already in some people's mind, not getting what he probably will get or, or that he's sharing enough carries that there's enough to go around for, for Daryl Williams to have a pretty decent role and Clyde still get 25 touches. Um, so yeah, I think he could, he maybe won't get all those carries. He might get three or four receptions and, and, you know, 21 carries or 19 carries, which he gets five, six yards a pop. You're doing pretty well on, on the ground. Give him, um, you know, three or four catches for 30 or 40 yards that that's that's fine too. He'll get his production. Not to mention, he really could have had three touchdowns in this game. Mood. He could have had three touchdowns in this game. He only had one. It is what it is. His stats are his stats. You can't play what if, should have, what if, should have, could have, or what if games. Um, but he could. He, <laughs> I guess I can't play it. Uh, he could have had three TDs. Mood. Um, I'm not worried about it. Mood. This, Rewatch the beginning of the show. This is what I was talking about when I said, and I'm not not trying to go at you on this at all, and I appreciate you. 
but this is that 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 fear of greatness that people have where they want to pull the plug before they get let down and i don't know what it is that a lot of people suffer from it and i think they just they feel like they bought into a very risky thing to begin with and now that it looks too it looks like it isn't too good to be true they want to get out maybe because the pressure is high you know, or the excitement and the adrenaline and the anxiety is high on it. Like it's fun anxiety, but it's also anxiety. But people are like worried that they overpaid for him. I took him at six. I'm freaking out. I got anxiety about taking Clyde at six. He produced more than top six numbers. He produced number one or number two overall fantasy numbers potentially for the week. And everybody's like, okay, okay. Do I get out? Do I sell? Do I sell? I broke, I broke even. Do I sell? I mean, if that's the way you feel about it, like don't put yourself through a bunch of stress. I mean, by all means, try and make some kind of two for one, but I'm riding that wave. I enjoy that. And, and mood, I'm not saying this was your thinking, but I find a lot of people worried about Clyde now. They're worried about him. He had 138 yards and missed out on two touchdowns more than he could have had. Definitely should have had that last one. Not his fault. It was goal line. He got hit by multiple players. He almost dragged those players in and wiggled his way into the end zone. It wasn't like, other than that one where he turned around and got leveled. Um, he did good. He did good in those goal line. If I'm the coach, I'm looking at that goal line work and I'm impressed. He held onto the football. He secured the football. He protected it. And he did his best to try and get into the end zone. Every time he didn't give up, he showed a lot of heart. He's got to learn some things, but... How people aren't coming away just like, it's going to get better. I don't understand that. And please hit the thumbs up on your way in, all 126 of you. I don't understand how you don't come out of this game. 138 as a rookie, one touchdown, 25 carries, essentially six yards per carry up until that, that goal line stretch of, five, of four carries in a row. 5.5 to six yards per carry all game long, 138 and a touchdown, no receptions when he is a very good receiving back. He is capable of pulling in 50 to 60 passes as a rookie. 50 to 60 passes as a rookie. I don't care if he didn't have any catches in week one or one or what did he have zero or one? I don't care. It doesn't mean he's not going to catch footballs in 2020. It was game plan and flow. It was easing a guy into his first game ever. Why aren't people impressed with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire more starting week one in a COVID offseason where he couldn't possibly absorb anything close to what he should have absorbed in a normal offseason? Why aren't people blown away by this guy who steps in as the starter from play one and gets 25 totes, 25 carries, 25 totes, he totes that rock 25 times without a proper offseason. That is a lot of confidence in a player. And if you think for a second Andy Reid is going to watch or take anything negative from a 25-carry, 138-yard rookie performance where he scored a touchdown, where Andy Reid is notorious for, for starting rookies and believing in rookies, not to mention Kareem Hunt fumbled his first carry, and what did Andy Reid do? Put him back out on the field and Kareem Hunt became a superstar in the same game. He went from the biggest bust in fantasy football the year Kareem Hunt was a rookie. First carry, fumbled the ball, 
lost the ball. The other, other team got the football. And guess what he did? Andy Reid gave him another shot. Kareem Hunt came in, had a monster game that he wouldn't have had by any other coach because they would have pulled him or at least scaled his running his uh, work back. Andy Reid loves rookies. Andy Reid loves giving rookies a chance. Andy Reid goes with talent. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire showed it. And why more people aren't just like 100% excited about every avenue, every angle, every possibility is beyond me. I think I'm going to see it all week long. Oh, well, he's not the goal line back anymore, is he, Smitty? I'm going to see that line over and over and over. Smitty, do you think he gets more goal line work? Smitty, is he still the goal line back? Smitty, I worry about his goal line work. Smitty, I worry about his height. He's 5'7". He was 5'7 in college. You want to know something more impressive? He was 5'7 in week one. So why is anybody bringing up 5'7", that he's 5'7", they're worried about his, his height. He was 5'7", an hour and a half ago. Did that bother you then? Were you upset that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was 5'7", during the week one performance where he dropped 25 carries for 138 yards and a touchdown? Did his height bother you then? Because if it didn't bother you in week one, I don't know. It's my suggestion that you don't let it bother you from weeks two through 17. But that's me. I'm a little weird. Smitty, would you trade Eckler, Diggs, Blake Jarwin, Zach Moss for Jonathan Taylor, Chark, and Kelsey? If you like winning, you do that, W. Absolutely. Where's my victory sound of any kind? How do you get that? That's a that's a hell of a deal. Number one, I love Eckler. I love Eckler. But Kelsey is drafted not that far away from Eckler. And honestly, Kelsey's ADP in 2020, it, let, let me preface this. That even if it's Dynasty, I like it because Jonathan Taylor gains more value. Chark gains more value. Kelsey will drop. Eckler is going to be even or lose value. So in Dynasty, I like it even more. But in Redraft, I love Eckler. But Jonathan Taylor will soon. It might take him a couple weeks. might take him half of a year. We don't know. That's the risk. Jonathan Taylor will be closer to Eckler than Diggs will be. Diggs and Jarwin will be to Chark and Kelsey. Chark and Kelsey will crush the other side of that trade. And then all you're kind of worrying about is can... Taylor even hang with Eckler and I think he will I think he'll be really good down the stretch but could be hit and miss in the first couple weeks but I take that I take that trade that's a lot of talent I love Chark I love Kelsey this is a trade that if you can weather through week one and two and I don't even know if I'll call it weather because if Eckler could be manipulated into your flex spot let's say then really you're talking about Chark versus Eckler or something while you're waiting for Taylor and then Kelsey versus Jarwin. That's I, I do that. It's crazy how many people are nitpicking the Clyde. I know, Chris. That's what I'm talking about. They're nitpicking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on the goal line. Watch football, people. 
Anybody nitpicking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on the goal line is not looking at the film. Rewatch it. He didn't do anything wrong at the goal line. He almost got in. He looked strong. He looked aggressive. He had heart. He held on to the football. And they counted on him. They gave him the ball four times. And if you think that any coach is going to walk out of a 34-20 to win and say, my rookie player who didn't even know the offense all that well, that handled the pressures of COVID and never being on a field before at the NFL level, didn't fumble the football, protected Mahomes as best he could, was amazing, didn't make mistakes, was crafty, averaged over six yards per carry up until that goal line stand. If you think Andy Reid's coming away with any negatives, you are out of your mind. And if you're worried about his height after week one, when he entered week one at 5'7", and he exited week one at 5'7", and you're asking me the question, am I worried about his height? I point to 25 carries for 138 yards and a touchdown. It comes down to, to that simple math. Is Diggs not a good wide receiver this year? He's my flex. He's okay, and I'm indifferent on him. I'm not excited. I'm not doubting him. I feel like he can maybe earn his value pretty fairly. But will he exceed it? I don't know. He could. Trade digs for DK in a heartbeat, Nick. You might be helping somebody out, but I, I agree with that if that's what you're saying. A Rob or DJ Moore. I, I lean A Rob for right now, but you could argue either. You you should be making a trade. Uh, what did Umberger say? DJ is the new Arian Foster. Um, I'm confused by that one, Umberger, because DJ is like at the end of his career. Um, I probably would say DJ has maybe two. He could maybe squeeze out two elite years. Then again, maybe Umberger, what you're saying is Aaron Foster didn't have a long career. So, you know, if 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 DJ had two years left, max. Like if he stayed healthy, he'd have two years left. That that would be that'd be still enough time. But I don't. I wouldn't call him the new Aaron. Fo Aaron Foster was so good, and not that DJ wasn't, but DJ was. He used to be the Aaron Foster. Like DJ broke out, was an amazing running back, and of the likes of Foster, but then declined and then found a new situation where he might have revived value. But I don't know if I'd call him the new Aaron Foster. He already was. But Arian Foster was so good, Umberger. Oh. Arian Foster was one of my biggest breakout calls on CBS or NBC Sports Radio. I called Arian Foster a top five running back when he was a fifth and sixth and seventh round pick. That was one of my biggest calls ever. I have a special place in my heart, Umberger, for Arian Foster. Freaking love him. Um, SGE said, dude took some ugly hits and looked completely unaffected. He's like rubber. This man is made of rubber. He's also compact. Um, yeah, he absorbs hits well, but he takes, you know, okay. So here's an example. Uh, Nick says, Smitty Monty over Jonathan Taylor at flex. <sighs> you got to check on Monty's health. If he looks totally ready to go, then I maybe lean Monty. You guys know when you're driving and there's a speed bump. And you hit it directly. You're like, 
you know, but if you're driving on that same speed bump and it has a dip in the middle, does everybody know what I'm talking about? I don't know where you drive around or if everything's the same from city to city, but I'm pretty sure speed bumps are pretty universal. So speed bump, hit it, both tires could mess up your car, your alignment, your suspension, just knock shit over, drink could fall over, okay? But that same speed bump with a dip in the middle, and if one of your tires can go to the side, you literally can go 40, 50 miles an hour over the same speed bump with one of your tires, right? Does that make sense, that analogy? Clyde Edwards Hilaire, with his micro-movement ability, which a lot of people laugh at, but it's so key to what he does and how he does it. If he moves slightly over, that hit that he's taken by that 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 linebacker or defensive back or whoever, or even lineman, is lessened by a significant margin. Because Clyde Edwards Lair has put half of his body not only away from impact, but in a position to literally not get knocked off balance as much because you're only getting half of your hand on him or half of your power or half of your thrust because he's literally like that car offsetting a lot of that pressure on the one wheel and literally able to go full speed over the speed bump when if he had not done that with that wheel, if Clyde Edwards Hilaire had not made a micro movement move to cause that linebacker's direct hit to be an indirect hit, that's why Clyde's so successful. That is everything to do with what Clyde does on the field left to right. And so when people say he's made of rubber like that, part of that is true. But a big part of it is because people can't get direct hits on him. Honestly, that is a great comparison, says Chris. I, you know, I like that. I'm, I'm proud of my, my analogy. I think that analogy is pretty darn good. I got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 6... I have a psychology degree. Um, who said that? Honestly, it's a pretty good analogy. Chris, I have a psychology degree, Chris. And if you watch my main video pinned to my YouTube channel, the one about trading, the psychology behind trading, I'm going to incorporate a lot of that into my content here this year. As soon as my studio is built, it's uh, in the final couple phases. It's got the drywall, the sheetrock up. I need to get the siding done on the outside. They need to do some ceiling, put in the fixtures and the the can lighting and and just put carpet in and do some final painting and ceiling. But we could be looking at two to three weeks. But once I have all that in and I have my setup, I'm going to start doing a lot of psychology videos, a lot of training courses, a lot of that stuff. And I'm going to get you guys ready for 2021 right away. That's that's my focus. I, I'm, I'm all about start bench advice. And, and you guys are going to get, you're going to get more star bench advice mood with the, the $20 super chat mood. Thank you very much. Um, your next mood. I'm going to talk to you and answer this question next. Let me put it on the screen so I don't forget. Thank you. Mood moods, the man, um, come back more often, bro. Not just because of the super chats, but because you, you used to be a, more of a regular here. I miss seeing you around. Um, once I get my studio built, I'm going to do so much up for 2021, but because I create more content, what's up MT, because I create more content than really anybody anyway, the amount of 2020 content I produce is still going to be, you know, just as plentiful as anybody else's, if not more, but I'm going to start delivering 2020, 2021 content more than anybody else you're going to see. Like I'm 20, 
I'm literally almost ready for 2021. Like that's how my mind works. That's where my excitement and my passion lies. I am I am a draft expert. That cat, I am not an expert at at taming this cat. That's one thing I fail at. Hey, hey. Anybody have anything, any, any ideas of how I can get this guy to stop screaming when I go on a show? My studio will help. But I, my personality is to attack the draft, to give you the sleepers. I, I, I like star bench advice. I like football. I love football. I love trying to get you the best. I'm more about like getting you that trade, that buy low. Week three goes by and said player A has struggled for weeks one, two, and three. And my my light my light bulb goes off, and I'm like, this is a guy that oh my god, I know this is a slump that he's not going to continue. That's what I'm about. I'm not so much about do I start DJ Moore or Keenan Allen. Like, who's going to get that right even sixty percent of the time? You know, I, I like answering these for you, and I'm a very very like year round guy. But my heart and my passion lies in that draft stuff. So you're going to get a lot. I hope you do a lot of dynasty. Because you're going to get a lot of 2021 content from me. Uh, mood. 14-man league. 2QB league. Used all my trades to build this team. Stafford, Prescott are your 2QBs. That could be pretty productive. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Mike Thomas, Galladay is sick. Ertz, I like that. Maybe try and trade Ertz for Waller or Ertz for Hawkinson and some. Just to kind of stay ahead of that value before it drops. You got Joni Smith. Uh, Leonard, Fournette, Rojo, Clyde, Mixon. Should I carry a third QB or pick up wide receiver running back depth? It matters who's available mood. So if you could reply back with the top five wide receivers, the top five running backs that are available. Um, my other advice would be to once Mixon gets going and shows a lot of promise, which he could for a string of games, I worry about him staying healthy. I worry about that offense maybe producing in week one, week two, week three, because they're going to have a rookie quarterback with not a lot of offseason prep because of COVID-19 in this offseason that we're all in. We know what could happen. Um, you could have a slow start. Burrow, I like Burrow a lot for the future. Maybe look to try and trade Mixon for a bit safer player. Maybe try and trade um, Ertz before he falls off. What I would like to see you do is and I don't know how cheap he's going to be, but Mahomes or Lamar, man, can you use Mixon to upgrade Stafford or Prescott? Can you get something back that is quietly awesome, you know, in the making? Somebody that could maybe catch up to Mixon more than people predict and get that quarterback upgrade. I look to that. Um, I look to trade Ertz for Waller. Um, who's not a, a spring chicken, but he's also got more years left than Ertz. Past that, man, Clyde, I love Thomas, I love Galladay, I love Hill, I love Adams, I love don't trade those wide receivers for anything and don't trade Clyde for anything. Use future first rounders if you have them. Use Ertz. Uh, use Fournette. Fournette's got a lot of value right now. Actually, try that first. Fournette and one of your QBs for Lamar. Fournette and one of your QBs for Mahomes. If you can't get that done, maybe you throw Ertz in. I don't know. I'd be willing to roll with Jonu Smith if it meant I could upgrade my, get rid of Fournette, get rid of Ertz, upgrade into a Mahomes or a Lamar in a keeper league, in a two QB league. Try and get creative with that, but definitely respond with who's available. Um, looks like you might have. 
You drafted four QB straight, and because of that, it's a 14-man, two QB league. Uh, two guys were left out because, okay. Um, Justin Herbert is the only thing available. Herbert's an okay pickup, I guess, but um, your, your QBs aren't bad, though. Like, don't panic over it. You got a great team. You got a great team. I just, I'd try and get rid of Fournette. Maybe let Fournette gain a little value because Fournette right now might not be worth a lot. Mood, if there's one thing I've learned over the years, the trade that makes the difference for you does not have to happen before week one starts. A lot of people get worried and they think all their trading has to be done. Things have to be finished, ironed out, ready to rumble for week one. They don't think, oh, I can make the, the, the trade that can impact my team the most, I can make that in week four. Like don't, especially in a dynasty league, you don't have to do anything now, week three, week four. Week, you, could do, you could do your best move in week 10 when somebody needs somebody to win and you give them Ertz and you get something amazing. So be, be patient, but be, be proactive and on your toes. Smitty, my running backs are Zeke, and also be on the waiver wire mood, because there's a chance that a, like a James Robinson could could be the next. You know, he might be nothing, but he could be the next monster. You know, breakout running back that that comes out of nowhere, or be the Lindsay of of 2020, the Philip Lindsay, the year Philip Lindsay was picked up off waiver wire, waiver, waiver wires after week one, week two, or whatever it was. Be proactive. Get that guy for free, and then you're you're gonna make some people crap their pants if you land another player like that on your own, doing mad free agency moves. Smitty, my running backs are Zeke, Jacobs, Drake. My wide receivers are Cup, Ridley, and your tight ends, Higby and Ingram. Any positional uh, position, any position to upgrade. Zeke, Jacobs, Drake. I mean, you obviously could up J. Up, oh yeah, AJ, AJ Brown. Nice. You put AJ second, so I didn't see it. Um, I trade Cup on the high if I can. It'd be cool if you could upgrade Cup and Higby into like Kittle or even if it's Dynasty, I'd go redraft. Even if it's Dynasty, I'd go Kelsey. I wouldn't care. Cup for DK. I'd look at DK. Um, past that, maybe a, a QB upgrade. I don't know that I'd, I could, I would definitely go after DK. I'd go after Chark. Um, and I'd use Cup. I'd feel okay with AJ Brown, Chark, and Ridley. AJ Brown, uh, AJ Brown, DK, and Ridley. I'd feel a lot better about that than I do. I know a lot of people like Cup. I know people are going to get upset at me. I love Cup. Why don't you love Cup? Love Cup, Smitty. Smitty, my running back, so I got that question. Why would you trade before weeks one through four is beyond me, says Raymond. Raymond, I trade all the time. There's a if there's value to be had, like if you if you could buy, like here's the thing, Raymond, I understand where you're coming from, but you gotta also understand where other people are coming from. There are people that ask me, they pay me at heysmitty.com to get on phone calls with them or they go to SleeperU and they get the email advice that I have included in my sleeperu.com membership, which is right here, sleeper, the letter u.com. I have people that email me daily, Raymond, daily, that say, hey, the draft backfired on me. 
I love Drake, but I need a wide receiver. I love Jacobs, but I need a wide receiver. I know it's kind of a you know a downgrade a little bit, but should I trade Jacobs for receiver that's the tail end of the second round, let's say, or should I trade um, Mike Thomas? I didn't get the running backs I wanted. Should I trade Mike Thomas for Drake? You know, there's always values to be had because people freak out, Raymond. You got to take advantage of the freak out. If you just sit back and say, well, I drafted my guys for a reason. I'm going to see them play on week one. Is that even if somebody comes along and says, Raymond, let me upgrade your wide receiver two to a wide receiver one. Are you just going to say no for the sake of saying no? There's always a reason to trade. If you can make your team better, why not make the trade? It's simple. One plus one either equals two or it equals one or zero or negative. And if doing this and this makes your team better, then Raymond, why wouldn't you not do it? That is what's beyond me. But I get where you're coming from. I know what you're saying. Why do people give up on the things that they... Raymond, what you're speaking to, I think, is that guy that comes out of the draft and he's just like trading left and right, like shooting off left and right. Didn't even, didn't even let the guys, you know, settle on his team. They didn't unpack. He's just like, I'm getting rid of this guy. I traded him. I love Drake. Drake's awesome. Who wants Drake? And then they trade Drake away. And I, there's always one or two of those guys in, in every league. And I get what you're saying from that perspective. But don't ever shoot down the idea of trading. I can't stand when you go to a guy and you're like, hey, you want to make a trade? And they're like, mm, I'm just going to see how it plays out. I drafted my guys for a reason. And okay, but what if I gave you the number one overall pick? Let's say I took Christian McCaffrey for your Zeke. Mm, no, what about if I gave you my number one overall pick, Christian McCaffrey? for your second rounder. I drafted my guys. <laughs> there are literally people who will not trade. They're scared to trade. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. I'm not saying you are, Raymond. I'm just trying to, to give you a little... No doubt, says Raymond. Raymond's like, Smitty, calm down. I'm just not saying that. <laughs> Raymond, I've been known to yell at people once in a while, and I don't mean it. It just comes out. It's not my natural state. JT or James White week one. As much as it pains me to say this because I don't... James White's not the crafty start. I think James White's probably going to eat a lot. We don't know where G, JT's at yet. I love JT for the long term, meaning long term meaning the rest of the year. We don't know where JT's at. We just don't. James White's safer. Uh, please punch the thumbs up on your way in. We got 132 watching. 82 thumbs up. I got to get a drink out of the fridge. Tony. Tony says, Smitty, uh, my wide receivers are Godwin, Odell, Woods, Parker, Slayton. Running backs are Chubb, Drake, Mostert, Singletary, Swift. Quarterbacks are Allen. Okay, right away, like your team where it's weak is Allen. I'm not weak, but you could get a you could go get, you know, a top two quarterback. That's where I would that's where I would start thinking. Um so you've got Woods, Parker, Slayton, Godwins. Don't touch Godwin. Uh, probably wouldn't touch Odell because he has the upside at least. Singletary, Swift are probably your good trade bait players. Mostert's potential trade bait player. I would try and get rid of Woods. Woods has the most value. 
try and trade Woods and upgrade that quarterback spot. I think you can weather through that with Slayton. You can weather through that through trade other trades or add drops. But Woods is a lot of value. I think you could potentially get a decent player uh, up, or a QB upgrade, a massive QB upgrade. I'm talking about massive. Don't do it unless it's massive. Um, or you could do a small trade and go get Brady. Um, give up a smaller piece, get Brady, and then then you're in the money. And a lot of people think Allen's better than Brady. You might be able to do that straight up. Try it. But I, I much rather have Brady. And if you have Brady, you're you're good. You're golden. I don't even think you need to make a trade. MT with a super chat. Thank you, MT. MT, I feel like I know you're around a lot, but I feel like you might have been a little bit missing lately. Am I, am I accurate in saying that? Or have you just been quiet or am I just off? Because I feel like you haven't come around as much lately. We need MT. Am I being a homer or is this KC team the best team ever? Well, there's a reason I did my all KC team where I drafted every KC player, MT, because I kind of am feeling like this is just a super team, especially a fantasy team, a super fantasy team. Um, the D is no slouch either. Seems like an all Madden team. I agree. That's why I've done what I've done. Your question can't be answered at this time of the season, says Bob. And I can actually say computer Bob because my computer is not currently hooked up. To, uh, to respond to my voice. What do I upgrade? Says Easton. Drew Brees. Cook. Clyde. Hill. Chark. Juju with Big Ben on the bench. Odell. Mark Andrews. So. Great team. My first question is. Uh, you've got a lot of talent on your bench man. you got to upgrade. Um, try and trade Breeze into Lamar. You might not get Mahomes anymore. Breeze into Lamar. You could give Akers away. You could give Keenan Allen away on that. You could give Mark Ingram away on that. You could potentially give Odell away to get Lamar Jackson. And I think you got the depth to do it. I'd also go get Waller or Hawkinson. I would trade Gesicki straight up for Hawkinson if you can do that. I would give I wouldn't give straight up any of those guys like Akers. Um, Odell or Ingram or whatever for Hawkinson. You could give up Edelman. You could give up Deontay Johnson. Let Deontay have a good game and trade him for Hawk. Or Hawk could go off in week one, though. Um, just pay very little for Hawk. Gesicki and Edelman should get it done. Gesicki and Deontay should get it done. Go get Hawkinson or go get Waller. Waller using Gesicki and Deontay might work. Um, I'd give up Ingram straight up for Waller in your situation. I'd give up potentially Keenan Allen for Waller straight up in your situation. Waller is a difference maker. I think that can help your team. If you like Gesicki, trust your gut. I don't think he's he's going to be a, a great option. Um, <laughs> Cook and Clyde can't do better than that. Make sure you get Madison if he's on waivers. He's way more valuable to you than Edelman's uh, valuable to you. Um. You don't have to make a QB trade, but I like this team, Easton. It's fantastic. MT, thank you again for the super chat. Let me see if you responded to my my comment about you being missing. I don't see your comment yet, but I am curious. Derek's expected to score 161 this week. I was a little disappointed that my all-KC team only had one 
what did I score? One, I think it was like one fifty. What did I show? One fifteen, one 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 hundred nine, something like that. May not win this week. My my KC team thirty four points is not you know a crazy outing for the Chiefs. So this is a bad week for me and on my KC team where I have all KC players <laughs> as a fun experiment. Thirty four is not a ton. I drafted Acres before Gurley, and I'm kind of regretting it. Well, I mean, I don't like either, so I don't even know how to answer that question. I like your avatar. Hey, Smitty. Should I trade Le'Veon Antonio Gibson for Connor? I... I can see that working out or not working out. I'm going to be completely honest. I'd be lying to you if I said that one felt like it could go either direction. I probably feel like Connor's the better player right now than both of them, but Gibson could become the best player of them all or not do anything at all ever. Could flop. Bell could be the best player of them all or do absolutely nothing. At least Connor's on top right now. If you need the player now, Connor might be the better option. And he is on top right now. But I'm going on record telling you Gibson or Bell, they at least have the potential to be the best player in the deal. Both of them. But they could both bust. Smitty, you like Minishoe or... Oh, Minshew. Minishoe. Minishoe or Cousins better as a super flex? Probably Minshew. My team is Brady, Christian McCaffrey, Jacobs, I like it, Evan, Sutton, Diggs, Hunter Henry, Thoughts. I like it. Try and get Hollywood with Diggs somehow or Sutton. Sutton's hurt, but doesn't hurt to try. Lamar Jackson, Zeke, Gurley, DJ Chark, Hollywood Brown, Gasicki, Monty, who should I upgrade? Uh, Gurley, um, Gasicki, Monty. I could see you giving up uh, Monty and Gurley for one player. Keep Brown, keep Chark, or Clark, as you've written in there. Keep Chark, keep Brown, keep Z, keep keep Lamar. Don't trade those guys. Figure out a way to get rid of Gesicki and Demont for like an elite tight end, or get rid of. I assume you have other depth, so I'm not trying to tell you to trade away guys if you have literally no one on your bench, but. Smitty, here's my teams. Kyler Murray, McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Allen, Gaudy, Ridley, Hunt, Tyler Boyd, Hunter Henry. That's fire, bro. Hunter Henry for... Go get Hawkinson to, to back Hunter Henry up. I'm telling you guys, Hawkinson could fire. Hawkinson could be the next bust, but he has upside to be the next George Kittle. Freaking love Hawkinson. Out of boy scanners. Would you trade Hunt and A.J. Brown for Mahomes and Swift? Yes. Take Mahomes and Swift. And that's coming from the biggest A.J. Brown believer you can find. Swift's got enough upside to maybe hang with Hunt, bro. At some point, at least. I mean, he may not. I, I think Hunt's better, but that could work out. Look at Mood. Coming back strong on the show. Thank you, Mood. I don't have any trades left, so is... Herbert worth a bench spot 
for the audience, uh, audience it's a 14-man league. I draft the top four QB straight, so I had to trade. I mean, he's worth a grab. I, I assume Jalen Hurts is gone. I, I'm predicting him to eventually take over for Wentz in a bold prediction. It's not a clear-cut, easy call, but like it's a bold call. Um, I also think another mood, another crafty option is to go get Winston and just hold him if at all possible. Because Winston, if he got into that Saints lineup and Drew Brees is older, Drew Brees has had a shoulder injury in the past, it's not crazy to think that Brees could get hurt. So... Winston's probably one of the better backup QBs in the NFL, not based on talent, but based on the talent he does have with situation. Like he went from one great situation to another great one. Like he, his, his inabilities and deficiencies are ma They're going to be masked in both, you know, it's like a, a filter, you know, on this guy who won't know how badly everything will be, have a mask on it. So, Without more details, it's hard to give you a lot. Like, I need to know every name available if you can post that. or um, And I'll try and look for your comment. But, for, I mean, Herbert, yeah, I pick him up in a super flex just in case. But I think, uh, I think Taysom Hill is also interesting, too, in a very deep league. You know, I have him in one league, and who knows if he gets any like run at quarterback or running back and gets involved in a lot of plays, he could be a guy that could score six points for you in a jam. Um, he also could not play. Hey there, Smitty. I have a good question. I have Chris Herndon on my bench, and TJ Hawkinson is on the waiver wire. I uh who would you drop for him? I don't I don't know or would you drop him for? Ah, uh, I would. Yeah, 100%. I know that a lot of people like Herndon. Dude, I I I think Hawkinson is worth the risk. I totally do. Newton is my backup. How do I feel about that? I like it. He could be a low-end QB1. Smitty, Hollywood for Hawkinson. No, you keep Hollywood. You go get Hawkinson a different way. You do not trade Hollywood Brown. Take a lap, take a lap, take a lap, take a lap. Taught you better than that. Hollywood Brown's our boy, Blue. Hey there, Smitty. I have a good question. Oh, I already read that one. <laughs> that is a good question. Do you think Fournette could be a running back one stud? There's a possibility. You know, it's a great situation if he gets all the work. The problem is all the same concerns I have are still there, you know, for, for Fournette, other than he gets a fresh start to not screw screw them all up and, and have all the problems that he had. Thanks, man. I was sweating bullets because I didn't know if I'd be stuck with all these QBs. Um It's tough, man. I, is there any way you could list every QB available and ask me again? Just tell me every QB you can find in the top like 10 and just post their last names so you can fit it all in the question and then tell me who you're consider, considering dropping. I'd like to have a little more information before I like lock in a piece of advice and I want to make sure you get taken care of. So if you have time for that.
and if I miss your question, post it again. Like, don't don't be shy about it. You you super chatted enough. I need to I need to answer your question. My ride or die is Hurst. I don't blame you, Scanners, but he's not mine. But Hurst isn't a lot, or uh, Hawkinson isn't a lot of people's ride or die either. So, and I wouldn't know. I wouldn't call Hawkinson my ride or die. I'd say Clyde and AJ Brown have been. Smitty, sorry, I'm spamming. But Breeze DK versus Watson and Gallup, or is DK an overpay? Breeze and DK for Watson. I mean, first of all, Breeze and Watson are not, you could argue, one over the other. I don't know who's even better in my mind. It kind of comes down to scoring maybe, and I'd probably say Breeze is just as capable for sure. So DK over Gallup by a lot. I like the Breeze DK side. I feel like you could trade Breeze and something else for Watson or just keep Breeze, but no way I'm trading DK in, man. I think this could be a big year for DK. Smitty. Is Igbo going to IR? I have an open bench spot. Highly undrafted player I could pick up as a lottery ticket. Um, I mean, James Robinson's probably off. He's probably not on waivers anymore. James Robinson would have been a really good player. Um, I think... Uh, trying to think of some names. Let me look at my rankings real quick. I would probably say if I had to, let me share my screen here. I'll give you my I'll give you my rank. I'll let you guys get a sneak peek at my rankings. All right, so get ready for some some goodness. Uh, James, so James Robinson would be one. Tight ends, I think. That's tough, man. There's not a lot out there that I can come up with at the top of my head. So I got to look at my rankings. I got to find a guy for you. Okay, so here they are. Let me share my screen with you. Oops. Damn cat. Damn cat. If anybody's got a tip on how to how to take care of this. Situation, let me know. Um, okay, so here are my rankings right here. So if I go down to the bottom, guys that I think could be values late Kelly, Edmonds, even Hendy has upside. Washington's not there anymore, he's got to get bumped. Breda, Boston Scott's one that I would look at, Boston Scott. Chris Thompson's got some value, obviously. Um, McFarland, I'd look to get. Naheem Hines, uh, Bryce Love's got potential. Um, wide receivers deep would be, I would say, Larry Fitzgerald's actually more attractive, I think, than people think at this stage of his career. Um, Chenault's interesting. 
Lazard, Perryman. I think once we get into the Preston Williams and even Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's an interesting grab in in Dynasty. Let me show you guys my super rookie rankings. These rankings are off the hook. These are probably the most sought after rankings I have on sleeperu.com. They are the only the the they're only the rookies and sophomores combined. So every year the sophomores turn into juniors and they bump off the rankings and the new incoming rookies take their place. But I only have two years worth of players on this. You got DK Metcalf um, at number two, AJ Brown at number one, Jerry Judy at three, CD Lamb number four, McLaurin, Hollywood Brown, Justin Jefferson. Um, I think Debo is going to get a bump. This factors in some of his injury risk because even though these are dynasty mindset, dynasty does encompass the, the current year as well. So I think Debo deserves a nice bump. Uh, Clyde, look, almost double the worth of of Jacobs, which is crazy to think about. And Taylor, too. And this is this is the difference between like a 40 or $50 auction player uh, right here, Jacobs, who's getting taken at like the 12 to 14 range and the number one overall pick. Jonathan Taylor, Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins probably will climb ahead of Miles Sanders potentially if Sanders can't stay healthy this year. Uh, Swift, Gibson, Monty, Singletary. I know Akers is super low for a lot of you, but I don't believe that he's going to be a long-term option. But I think that if as he gets more starts, he will climb up into the 7 to, to 6 range even if just for trade value. Uh, Kyler Murray and Burrow and Daniel Jones literally are by themselves. This sophomore and rookie uh, QB class is not that talented. Com you know, some total. Like Kyler Murray obviously is. Joe Burrow and Daniel Jones and Locke. And then past that, it's Tua, it's Herbert, it's, uh, you know, Minshew, Love. Hawkinson needs to be bumped. Um, this is what's fun about looking at my own rankings. Every time I come in here, I find something I want to move around. And that's the one thing I do on sleeperu.com. You can see right here, sleeperu.com, sleeperu.com, um, is I keep year-round rankings. Year-round. They're always updated. And every time I come in here, I see something like this. Like, Hawkinson's cracked my top bold predictions. I need to move him up. He needs to be higher than Fant. He needs to be higher than Fant. I always find something that I want to change when I look at my rankings. Michael Pittman is the next. Mike Evans says, Hazel, that could be. Dobbins is definitely a sleeper, says Scanners. Isn't AB eligible to sign with a team after week four? Um, AB can come back after half of a year of being banned, so. MT is a smart move when it works every time. I think you're answering someone else's question. Lamoud, let me see if you responded to me. Smitty, that was a response to the side conversation, but there is no QB on waivers. I already have Herbert, but I want to drop him for a more wide receiver. Yeah. Um, if you want to give me the wide receiver list, then I can tell you if he's worth it, but I need a deeper list. So I'll look for that if you don't mind posting it. If you don't if you don't have time for it, you can email me and I will respond to you. Not to everybody. I have my my um sleeperu.com membership ask questions, but Mood can do that. Mood's 
Mood's on a different level with the super chatting. <laughs> Mood is a super chatting maniac, so he gets he gets special treatment. That's <laughs> the way life works. Smitty, I got 10-man PPR, Russell Wilson, Ridley, Odell, Mixon, Clyde, Ingram, Flex, Carson, Bench, Gallup, Jordan, Howard, Edelman, uh, Wilson, Ridley, Odell, Mixon, Clyde. It's pretty good. I think you're I think you're one player away. I trade Carson and Carson and uh, I try and get rid of Mixon. I try and get rid of Carson. I try and get rid of uh, Odell potentially. It's a lot of risk with all those guys, man. I wonder if you could get Mixon and Odell for like a Barkley <laughs> or Car uh, better yet, Carson and Odell. Carson and Odell for one big gun. I would do that. Keep mixing. Try and trade mixing straight up for a player of equal value straight across, like Jacobs or Drake or Eckler. I'd trade. I'd trade mixing for Eckler. Get into a safer player for 2020. Go in with Clyde, Eckler. Trade Carson and Odell for Elliot. Carson and Odell for Elliot. Carson. Um, who's your quarterback? Russell Wilson. You're good there. Carson for Killer Kelsey. Yeah, you got hurt. You're okay with Hurst, I guess. Those are the things I'd look at. Smitty, is Rager going to be good on the he, he could be okay. He's banged up, but he could be okay. I don't know about in redraft how much I love him, but Haka Haka Ding Dong. I like it, Hazel. That's we're gonna start calling Hawkinson, man. After Hawkinson explodes in week one, Hazel, it is your duty to come on my first live and drop a haka haka ding dong, because I might forget that phrase. It is your duty. Your duty. Mood gets to skip the line at the club. Mood and MT and Damon and Tony and Unburger. And uh, I'm part of me for not thinking a lot of your names off the top of my head. But uh, you guys have fast passes, I think, is what we'll call them, like Disneyland. You get right to the front of the line. Smitty, my receiver depth is Godwin, Moore, Chark, Rager, Crowder, and Miller. I like it, man. I like it, Thomas. That's pretty darn good, man. Mixing going to be better than Eckler, no doubt, says Scanners. That's why we play the game, Scanners. That's why we play the game. Smitty, any reason you don't particularly like Hurst? I mean, he, he doesn't have the track record, really. It's only everybody's excited about his volume, and, and I am too, in a way. But, I mean, tell me why you're excited about him, other than he probably will get fed a lot. But, I mean, Hurst, let me pull up Hurst from last year. I just don't know why everyone's so high on him. Like, I'm not saying you can't like him. Whoops. Wrong player. Smitty. Oh. Uh, Hayden. First game log. 2019. 
so tired I can't even think. I can't even think. Career game logged. So in 2019, he had 341 and 2. And let me get his whole game log. So here's his season that he had. This one, I just want to get a feel for what everyone's thinking. Because, I, I mean, so many of you like him. So many of you love him. So many of you want more of him. But here's his game log. This this man everybody thinks is the next breakout. Now you can say the same thing about, hey, Smitty, you like Hawkinson, and he didn't do anything, you'd be right. What can I say to that? I have no excuse. I have no argument. But here's his game log. Okay, this is Hayden Hurst. This is the guy that everybody thinks is the biggest breakout tight end, you know, known to man. He had two touchdowns, one in week two, the other in week 14. He had 35 yards in week 17. I'm going to read it down. I know you guys can see it, but if, if this turns into an audio podcast or whatever, 35, 9, 19, 73 in one touchdown. It's a great week 14 against the Bills. Then he had 21 yards, 0, 2. Oh, I'm sorry, 21 yards, 0, 16, 20, 15, 10, 4, 32, 39, 14, and then his touchdown in week one was a one-yarder, so one yard and one TD, and 41 yards. Like, what about this is screaming, get this man into your line? Like, I get it. Volume should be there for him in his new environment. But I just don't understand why this is signaling, like, <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like, I feel like I'm on a whole nother level. Eight likes from 100 likes. We need, we have 127 in here. Let's get eight more thumbs up and, and, and reach 100. Punch it, punch it. Do you guys realize we're going to get into, I like last year, I think, we're going to get into the seven and 800 people in the live at one time congruent, like go from like 500 to 800 people. That, that happened in September last year we we're climbing fast we we're we we're at like 90 now we're at 126 we were at like 150 earlier tonight we're gonna get into the threes the fours the fives um saturday nights are where it's at saturday night we have a lot of people in the live but um aiden tell me what i'm missing on hunt or hunt on hearst i don't really get it thumbs up 20 125 people in here we can get 90 we can get 96 to 100 it's only six more people. Four more. <laughs> four. 96 plus four. I'm so tired. Can't even count. Oh, okay. Somebody had to do 99 and then one down. That's right. It's 100 total engagements. That's fine. <laughs> The thumbs down is fine. Uh, 99. We're at 99. We do need one more. This is punch it. Somebody hit it. 99. Make it 100. Smitty Ridley or Hollywood this week. Thank you. There's 100. Happy 100. Let's all take a lap together. I don't mind take taking a lap. A lap. Take a lap. I think take it's fun lap. to take a lap. Take a lap. I got to run tonight. Shit. What time is it? Ugh. I got to run tonight. I have to run tonight. I have to run. 
Um, I know that was Bob. Bob turned his thumb. <laughs> Bob, I I know that was you, Bob. Smitty, Ridley or Hollywood this week? Um, call me crazy, but I'm rolling with Hollywood. I love I love Ridley. Like, I'm not going to tell you to bench Ridley. You will not get me caught on camera taking a receipt of me saying bench Ridley. I'm not saying it. No. No, no, no. But I'm not going to bench Hollywood. New. No. Find a way to play both. Find a way to play both. Did Aiden respond? I can never like finish my conversations with you guys. But it's Atlanta. I I get it. Tone says Falcons have like 120 targets open up. Yeah, I I get it. The vol I mean, pure volume suggests he should do well, but he didn't have like the best year ever last year to like say that no matter who it is, they're going to deliver. Like that's basically what people are telling me that based on the film and based on the numbers, Hurst looked okay. Like, how is he for sure going to be this guy that's going to fill this spot, be that productive, for sure absorb all the targets? I just don't know. Smitty, you math. Good. Clyde. One, two, three. He should have three touchdowns. See, I can count. I can count. Um, it's one, it's one oh five right now, but it, we're on a little bit of a delay. Brady, Chris, uh, Car, or Chris Carson, Chris Carson. He's the next one. Brady, Chris, and McCaffrey, Carson, Godwin, Ridley, Gallup, Andrews. Um, as you can tell, I'm losing my energy level. Low energy, low, low energy. Big hands, low energy. I like that team. I trade Carson. I would try and get rid of Carson. Carson has some pretty good value right now, bro. You could probably go after a Hunt or a Mostert or a Jonathan Taylor. Would be my thinking. Start one. MT Tyreek are my other two starters. You start one, AJ Brown, Chark, or Odell. I want you to make a trade because you should not be putting Chark or Odell on your bench, and you can't put AJ Brown on your bench. You can't. You can't. You need to make a trade. That's You shouldn't be facing that every week. You would have had a good chance at getting those numbers, people in the room, but it won't happen. The election is going to cause issues that are scary. Just enjoy the season while you have one. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for the positivity, Bob. <laughs> I want to I I thank Bob for coming by. Bob igniting some positivity on the show. Bob's, Bob's the man. Bob, this is for you, buddy.
But I, it's a good lap. Bob's the man. Bob's the man. Scott says, Smitty, go to go to bread. Go to bread. Scott paid me $2 to go to bread. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> I appreciate it. I feel like I got to run for Brett. Brett. Can't even talk. Um, why are all the heathens up? All, all my, what's the song go? Heathens take it slow. Serious question, Smitty. Thank you again, Scott. I called you Brett. The totally legit question, Scott. Do do people call you Brett? Kind of often when they see Scott Barclay. Does it make people want to call you Brett? I'm just curious. I kind of feel like you've run into that before. I had a friend, a similar name, and he got called like a Mark, and it was like a similar combination. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate you. Serious question. Smitty, will Clyde be able to score from the one... Noah, if this wasn't you, I'd be upset. Well, all my heathens take it slow. Hey, Smitty, is this a good team? Alan, Minshew, Clyde, Chubb, Connor, Boston, Scott, Moss. Zach Moss is your trading piece. Marcel, Moss could get you... A bunch of value later so get ready get ready to trade moss uh ridley chart justin jefferson or ride it ride it out i mean he could become a running back too for you I, I mean i like your team but you 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 feel like you could if you had a big qb upgrade or a legit wide receiver one to set next to ridley and chart that would be Fantastic. Sutton had trade value. Now he's hurt. Um, man. I know Connor. Everyone loves Connor. But either wait on Moss and trade Moss for like a huge QB upgrade or a, a play, or keep Moss. But trade him when he gets value and be patient and wait. Or you trade Connor. Try and upgrade into a Lamar or Mahomes. I think it's such a critical thing to do for a team that already has Clyde, already has Chubb, already has Ridley, is get that big scoring play uh, piece to put on your board. That's what I do, but that's me. But I think you might want to be patient with Moss. That might be your ticket to getting something you shouldn't probably get come end of year and people look at your roster and they're like, how the hell did you get that player? You'd be like, well, I traded Moss. Drafted a sleeper. And he broke out. Chark, Gallup, Boyd. I'm starting Chark, but I have to get your take anyway. Yeah, Chark, all the way. I mean, could you get it wrong? Could Gallup have a big game like Watkins? Yeah, he's very Watkins capable. Up, down, Boyd, same thing. But Chark feels like a wide receiver one. When Clyde finishes 15 TDs, 
I, I think Clyde's going to have a monster TD season, man. Can't wait. Hot take. DJ Moore finishes as a top five wide receiver. Nothing wrong with that. I like bold calls, man. Good on you. Drop it bold. Drop it hot. Bring it in. I want to see him. I want to see your bold predictions. Show me your bold predictions, man. Show me yours and I'll show you mine. I think I'll be able to trade Cup for Ertz and DK. If you can pull that off, Barker, that's you need to come back and tell that story. DJ is the real deal, says no. No one's not going to stop about DJ Moore. Or I'm sorry, D, uh, David Johnson. DJ Moore. David Johnson. He looked good. Sell him. This one's for you, Noah. I've been wanting to do that for a couple of weeks because I see this shadow here. I gotta get the lighting right. <laughs> I'll do a whole show like that for Noah. Give you the dinosaur shadow advice. The whole the whole show. Bull prediction: Baker won't be worth a seventh round pick. Scott, Scott's throwing salt in the wound because I timed out and picked Baker. Waller finishes as the number one tight end, says Thomas. Waller is my... I love Waller in 2020. Waller is going to be so good. Waller and Hawkinson are my two favorite tight ends that are not big name guys on a lot of people's list. Bull prediction from Xander. Mahomes won't finish in the top five. That's blasphemy, Xander. Take a lap. Take, take a lap. All right, this is the outro music. If we get a super chat, you guys know the drill. I will restart the music and keep answering questions. This is speed round. When you hear the music, throw your question out as fast as you can. Um, try not to spam the chat, guys. Please wait a little bit before you repost your question. I don't want to see five in a row. That's how you get blocked. Not by just my mods or me. I don't block you. I don't have time. My mods will block you or put you in timeout. But the, the chat itself, YouTube, will actually take your four or five posts in a row and tag you as spam. And then my mods got to approve every one of your posts. So be careful doing that. I'm going to cue the music. If we get a super chat, I will restart the music. If not, we will be, as soon as the music ends, the show will end and that's that. Hawkinson or Hunter Henry, give me Hawkinson. Go. It's the music. Uh, Baker going to win your league? No. If Galladay's injured, should I start Rager or Edwards? We gotta wait and see on that one, but uh, Galladay, Galladay's, I can't tell you to, to sit Galladay even if he's like questionable. DJ did the same thing last year. You saw what happened. Ravens D or Eagles D, I go Ravens. DK Metcalf top 12, I say hell to the yeah on that one. Uh, yeah, we're taking 2020 fantasy football, not 2019, says Noah. We're talking 2020. I got DJ in the fifth. Who else are you expecting to get? Um, DJ in the fifth. I like I like, I like, like that value, but, you know, you could go get a, an AJ Brown potentially right now. You could get, um, you could probably get a third or fourth round player. You don't have to trade him just straight for a fifth rounder, but you got good value. You got a good trade bait now. Ingram or Ertz, I'm going to go Ertz. 
trade Madison for Hawkinson. I don't have Cook. Yeah, I do that if you need a tight end. Um, MT. Oh. Is Nikhil Harry going to break out in week one? He could. Nikhil Harry's been in a bad spot. Bad situation. He got hurt. Not not a great uh, hand he was dealt in week one or from you know really the whole season last year. So I like I like Harry, but I he's not a lock, but I like him a lot. Hunt or Taylor Hunt this week, but Hunt and Taylor will be a tough call later. Last two questions are these two, and then we're out. Smitty, who should I target to trade away Will Fuller, um, or should I hold him? I would go after. You might even wait till after week one so that you can find out who struggled. But, I mean, you could potentially go with, uh, maybe you can get a Mostert, even if you give up a little bit. Maybe you can get an Ingram. Maybe you can give a lot more and get an Ingram or a JT. Um, or maybe you can do a Fuller and your tight end to upgrade your tight end, or a Fuller and whatever to, to upgrade a wide receiver three into wide receiver two. Um Test trade waters. I don't know what value kind of value Fuller has right now. I don't know if you're going to be able to get a whole ton of the people aren't going to buy into him after one week. I think they'll be a little bit worried. I think people will come away from from Thursday night worried about the Texans more than you think. Brady with week thirteen by any reason to get another QB. I mean, you got to have a backup, bro, but. I mean, you got to give me more details than that. I can't really tell you off the top of my head what, what I would do unless I know the details. Wait, Smitty, it was Hunt for Taylor. If that's a trade, um, let's do the music one more time. Smitty, was it Hunt for Taylor? Uh, I'd rather Hunt in week one, but Taylor could make that really tough to know who's going to be better and hunt hunt wins you a league if he gets in there he's a flex player right now or high end running or a low end running back too maybe right now out of the gate we don't know what we're expecting but i think he could work his way even with a healthy chub hunt could work his way into high end running back two numbers but we still need to see it but taylor i think he's guaranteed a little more production than taylor for week one but you could go either way i wouldn't be opposed to you going one way or the other do not end the show. The show must go on. No, I'm trying. One more super chat. I restart the music. Cam or Minshew, week one, six point TD. Go Cam. I go Cam. I'm rolling with Cam. Hell, I have to cut someone for a kicker and having trouble. This is Computer Bob. Can I add one player? Can add one player. Uh, Campbell, Rager, Edwards, McKinnon. I'm gonna go Campbell. Todd Gurley bounce back or nah? I'm going to say maybe initially like DJ, but I'm getting rid of DJ on the high. And if Gurley ends up scoring big, and I don't own Gurley in any leagues, I would never do that. But if you do and you didn't listen, maybe you're better off selling him after he has a good game. But you could lose all your value too. It's kind of risky. But you drafted him for a reason against my advice. So you obviously like him. Trust your gut. Smitty, do I trade Mark Andrews and CD Lamb for Hunt and Odell Beckham Jr.? That's a tough one. Ooh, saved by the super chat. Let me finish this question and give the, the music and, and the speed round another go. Smitty, do I trade? I'll make the speed round longer too. I'll, I'll, I'll retweak this music and make it like 
two or three times longer so that if you do a super chat you literally get another three minutes or something versus like one minute smitty do i trade mark andrews and cd lamb so i don't know if you're talking dynasty or redraft so i'll answer both uh in dynasty i take cd and andrews in a heartbeat in redraft i probably take hunt hunt and odell but it's close it's close Okay. Thank you for the super chat, Rock. Speed round continues for one more go. Unless we get a super chat, I restart it. Do running backs or wide receivers lose more value in points only format? That's all going to be player dependent, what player you're talking about. I don't think positions can determine that i think it's like there's tiers of players that are going to be scoring so if you're talking about tds only then you're it, uh, it doesn't just like running backs probably are more valuable at times but there are there are players like dk metcalf who could score 10 12 tds gronk could score seven to nine tds so it doesn't really i think always depend on the uh position that's a weird league though because a lot of times your top scorers are really not the top scorers, so it makes for a weird league, in my opinion. But thank you for the super chat, Rock. You're the man. Uh, Anthony Miller or Jarvis Landry? Uh, in week one, I'm going Miller until we know Landry's fully healthy from that hip. Thanks, Smitty. I'm happy that football is actually back. Great show. Thank you, Scanners. I appreciate you. Even when we disagree a little bit, you're always respectful, and it's fun to, to, to have different opinions. I love when people have fun with having different opinions. They're not mad at you. Like, why are you showing show rank so high, you idiot? Like, we have different opinions. It's great. Being bold is, is fantastic. Lamb worth a flex over hunt and half PPR. Mmm, and this, and I'll pull two more questions on, and if uh, we have another super chat before I'm done answering these, I will restart the music. Lamworth of Flex over Hunt, half PPR. Um, we got 140 in the room, guys. Anybody, if anybody drops a 10 spot, I will go another 10 minutes. Saclan Smitty just spent an hour making fun of that take. What take? Xander starts the music over. Thank you, Xander. Clyde had issues at the goal line at Ellis. Watch the film on Clyde. They Clyde is not the problem. Um, Clyde is is a really good back in every scenario and situation. So. A lot depends on what you're watching. What, what uh, you know, if people just look at the numbers and they don't take a look at actually what is happening during the plays, I, I, I think he can be a great goal line back. Um, maybe they don't give it to him every time. Maybe they mix it up. Maybe they pass more on the goal line and they use him as a receiver. He can be involved heavily inside the 20. And I think that's the most important part. And how many goal line plays are you really going to have on the year? I'm not too worried about that. Even if they took his goal line work away, he's going to get the ball on the five-yard line because he'll be slippery and knife in there. So don't focus too much on goal line. Goal line's not... You don't usually have a lot of goal line work all year long. Uh, what's the clan doing, MT? I'm, I'm confused here. Gronk or Hawk? 
That one's hard, Noah. Probably Gronk in week one, but I love both, and Hawk could develop into the next Travis Kelsey. That's such a good question. I think I deleted one without reading it, but uh, Rock or whoever got us one more go. Wait. Uh, let's see. I just subbed. Do you think the trade I put in was a good one? Ingram for Edwards Hilaire. <laughs> Gamer, you've got to be joking. Welcome to the show, number one. Number two, you wouldn't be able to get Clyde Edwards Hilaire for four Mark Ingrams. But I think you're joking. I think you're joking. Yeah, he's the number four overall player, probably the number one overall player now. And if you didn't know, you can get in my league. I have a league that's starting Saturday. We're drafting in one sitting, I believe at 6 p.m. Eastern. It'll be a quick draft because... Uh, let me stop the music and, and I'll restart it one more time. Unless we get a super chat, I'll play it again. And a $10 Super Chat, I'll do 10 more minutes. Um, this league starts Saturday. We draft Saturday. And the, the twist and caveat, you're not ki- you're not kidding. You can't get, uh, again, first, welcome. I'm not trying to, to go at you on this one. But you can't get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire using Mark Ingram. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, if drafting today, would go number one, two, or three, or four overall. Ingram's like a fifth rounder fourth round like it's not even the same planet you'd have to give up a boatload for Clyde Edwards Lair a boatload what was I saying oh my league so this league we're drafting Saturday and and the twist and caveat was that you knew what the Thursday players were going to get you because when you draft them you will get those week one points so I said if Mahomes blew up or if Clyde had 150 yards and a touchdown, you would get Clyde's 150 and a touchdown. So he got 130, what did he get, 138? If you draft Clyde, you get the 138 and a touchdown. You know what you're getting out of the Thursday night guys. It's a cool little twist to the league. The league starts Saturday. If you want in, all you have to do is become a YouTube exclusive member. If you go to my main page on YouTube, smitty1.com, or just go to youtube.com slash the fantasy football show, you're right there anyway, right now. Uh, click on the main page of, and you'll see the join button. Or you might even see it on this page up above. Click join. You can cancel anytime. Um, you get a, a, not only do you get to get in the league the first eight or nine people that click it. And if I get an overwhelming amount of people that, that jump in and grab that membership, um, I'll create a second league. Like we'll do two drafts on Saturday night. Like I... No way I'm going to turn down people if I get enough people to do three, four, five leagues. But there's 10 spots left. So first 10 will get it. And um, you also get a Zoom link every Sunday morning, one hour before kickoff. Anybody in that exclusive group, we jump on a Zoom call and we talk start bench, trade, all that. One hour before kickoff, every Sunday morning, you get that. You also get exclusive, at least one exclusive video per week that I send to my followers in that members only. It's usually like a training or a really cool like ADP breakdown or hey, I got this cool trade tactic, stuff like that. You get that video, you get the Zoom call. You also get into my private IG group um, where you can talk amongst each other and I chime in as well. All of that, just go to youtube.com slash the fantasy football show. It should be right above you right now. Click that blue join button and that's it. Uh, you gotta probably go to it or you can join this right here. 
Um, same, same, let's see, Patreon slash the fantasy football show. Right here, right here, patreon.com slash the fantasy football show. You can also buy that. If you buy that, that's also uh, a cancel anytime monthly thing. And you get the Zoom link every Sunday for as long as you're subscribing. Uh, every Sunday, Zoom link, we talk right before kickoff for, you know, the 40, it's one hour before kickoff for about a 40 minute call. Um, 35 to 40 minute call, but we start one hour before kickoff. Uh, and then I go live on YouTube the last half hour or last 25 minutes. So we'll talk right before the YouTube call. We'll wrap it up. And then I jump on YouTube for the final 25 minutes and go live with everybody. So it's like a sneak one-on-one -on -one intimate setting. All right. Last music intro. Good God. You guys are keeping me up late. Miles Sanders is out if miles sanders is out who should i start cream hunt or antonio gibson full ppr right now cream hunt we don't know what gibson is going to get that's not for me he's not what is the clan doing by the way look at scott dropping the five spot smitty best trade value of godwin chark fuller or hollywood brown want to package one plus drake for a top running back. Uh, Godwin, Fuller, or Hollywood Brown want to package one plus Drake for a top running back. I would trade, I mean, if you can trade Fuller, I don't want you to trade Godwin. I don't want you to trade Chark. I don't want you to trade Hollywood Brown. And Fuller just gained a whole bunch of value. Try and trade Drake and Fuller for Camara. Drake and Fuller for, I don't think you can get Elliott, but, um, can't get Clyde anymore. But keep Godwin. It's not worth trading Chark and Godwin for one player. I'd be okay with you trading Chark or Hollywood if you're getting like one of the top the top four running backs. But I don't think I'm doing that unless I'm doing something to that level. Thank you for the super chat. Scott, you the man. Double A asking a question. Drake, Mostert, Parker for Camara, Hurst, and Edelman. What side do you like better? Drake, Mostert, Parker for Kamara, Hurst, and Edelman. So Drake versus Kamara, Mostert. Uh, I like the Drake, Mostert, and Parker side by a, a quite a bit because I think Drake could hang with Kamara all year. He might not, but he could. And then your worst case scenario is that happens and Mostert and Parker are going to crush Hurst and Edelman. I like that. I like that Mostert side, bro. Smitty, I have a question, but here, here is not the place. I'll email. Okay. Okay, Bob. <laughs> Bob, it requires a lot of ointment and rash cream. I know you said this isn't the place for it. I'm just telling you up front, get, get some ointment or rash cream on it right away. Thoughts on Rager? Uh, I like him at the right price, which could be waiver wire cost or Ertz and Marvin Jones for Waller yes I I, I mean the, 
honestly, you should be able to get Ertz for Waller straight up, but I do it. I don't care if the values are a little off, but do I give Marvin Jones too? Probably. I want my guy. I want my guy. I'd overpay for that. I don't care. I don't care about that little overpay. Smitty, who do you... We got a Patreon. Somebody's grabbing one of those spots. boy. I'll send you a link soon. Smitty's the best. Always live and answering stuff. Thank you, Double A. Thank you, Double A. Oh, hit the music again for Scott. Thank you, Scott. Scott dropped it. Dropped it like it's hot. Uh, in a non-PPR standard week one, who do I start? Keenan Allen or DJ Chark? I love that somebody an hour ago heard me say, well, I'm probably going to get off. <laughs> now we're at two hours and 27 minutes. Who goes longer than me randomly? Like, randomly. Who goes longer than me live on, on, on YouTube or Instagram just randomly? Two and a half hours. Who do I start? Keenan Allen or DJ Chark? Uh, I'm going Chark, but that's pretty close. What do you think of Dalvin Cook this year? Uh, you got to cuff him to Madison. That's a must. But I think top five to six running back numbers are totally possible. And that's another running back you could go after. Double uh, A or who, I think it was Double A that asked that. Um, he's he's good. He's a big enough gun to maybe give Drake and, and Fuller for for Cook. W says Smitty's the best. Thank you. You're the best. W. You're the best, bro. Smitty, who's your number one buy low and number one sell high? My number one sell high, David John- David Johnson, because everybody seems to love him right now. Um, he could do okay, but if you're selling high, how are you going to have a problem? How are you going to be in a bind? How are you going to lose sleep at night? If you're selling high and you're buying low, you should be okay no matter how David Johnson finishes. Sell girly high, David Johnson high. Miles Sanders, too late to sell high, but I said that all offseason. Now, he could come back and be okay. Another Patreon's grabbing a spot. Um, since uh, 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 Scott did a $5 one, I'm going to give you another, another go. Last one, unless somebody super chats. Smitty going all night, says Scanners. a boy. a boy. Uh, anybody wants in the league, you got to be a Patreon member and the league draft Saturday and there'll be prizes. It's free to enter, but there'll be prizes. There'll be giveaways. The winner is going to co-host the show for me for at least a segment. Jacobs or Clyde. I'm going Clyde, baby. We just saw what Jacobs uh, or what Clyde's capable of doing. Thanks, Scott. What will we do without you? MT. The crazier thing is you said I'm going to grab a drink from the fridge real quick over an hour ago. And lost, yeah, damn it, forgot, forgot to get a drink. Newton or Allen, that's tough, that could go either way, that's like asking me, is it gonna, is the show gonna go two hours or three hours, I don't know, <laughs> uh, I'd probably lean Allen until we see Newton a little bit, you know what I mean, like I like Newton in some spots, like if you're comparing a very shaky quarterback or like Cousins versus Newton. I'd probably lean Newton. Um, Cousins is okay. He could surprise, but I hope Miles Sanders comes back and does okay. He's my running back one in a 10 team. <sighs> yeah, I know a lot of you are going to be upset about that. I hope, hey, I've drafted and supported an injured guy too, Mike Evans, but I think Mike Evans is going to fire as soon as he gets back. He's going to light on fire. So I'm not worried about Evans. Hopefully nothing gets worse, but. 
Calvin Ridley will be a top 10 wide receiver. It says Watkins, I, I don't don't think that's uh, unrealistic at all. Way to keep Smitty straight. Thank you, Bob. Go grab a drink in the chat when you finish it. Scott says, I got to run now, though. Maybe I'll run tomorrow. Yeah, I'll run. I'll get a drink. I'll get a drink. Scott, 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 why? Scott's beyond his years. Scott acts like as old as Noah probably is. Smitty, who's your number one buy low and number one sell high? Okay, I already read that. I'm so tired. <laughs> no, oh, I, didn't, I didn't do the buy, buy lows. Um, MT with the super. MT. MT got at least... At least two more, three, we'll go three more music plays. Thanks to MT. Buy lows, Hollywood. People are doubting my Hollywood prediction, so I know he's a good buy low. Hawkinson, people are crapping on my Hawkinson prediction. I know he's a good buy low. Uh, Mostert seems to be doubted a lot right now. People are freaking out about uh, Brady right now. Um, Evans, buy low on Evans, even if he's hurt. Um... Jonathan Taylor people are freaking out about. Even I'm telling you to bench Taylor over some guys in week one because we're worried about his workload early on, but he's still a great buy low. MT Super Chat says, let's make the KC and run it. Let's make like KC and run it back, fam. Smitty, be good to each other. Thank you, MT. Don't leave. Scott dropping another. Scott, you guys are good to me. You guys are good to me. Dude, go to bed. I was kidding. No, Scott, we're good. On top of that, you just got another two music plays at least. So we have four more minimum music plays, outro loops, and speed round questions to go to go to bread. Go to bread. Go to bread. Why so high on Hawkinson because of the Gallaudet injury? No, no, no. Well, you know, he'll get more targets, but no, Hawkinson, my eyeballs... My eyeballs are the only reason. There's not a whole lot to go on other than his college film, which is fantastic. But a lot of college players look good coming in. Um, but Hawkinson, 100 yards and a touchdown in week one. Looked fantastic. Passed my eye test. Stats were there. Um, stats and eye test. Tangible things. Week one looked phenomenal. Got hurt. A uh, lot of good talk about him in camp right now. Or camp. <laughs> Heading into week one. God, without the preseason, we don't even know how to talk about the offseason. Like, we don't even know when camp happened. Is anybody else confused about, was there even a camp? Uh, when did things transition into camp? Like, it was such a messed up offseason. It's just, the season just was there. It's week one. <laughs> uh, but Hawk looks so amazing. And I'm hearing a lot of hype about Hawk. Some inside information, even. So, to me, I just already know he's got the talent. Now that I'm hearing that he looks good and he looks healthier, he's still kind of banged up a little bit, but he looks great even banged up. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll with Hawk, man. Galladay you could buy low on, too. Smitty, 
put your Cokes in the freezer for about 30, 30 45 minutes. Great with the fruit. Yeah, I, I just. When I went to go get my Coke last time, I accidentally froze two of them because of that. I think I'm gonna go get them, chill them, and then they get frozen. I freeze like five a day. Smitty, do you think Clyde Edwards Hilaire will overcome his mighty struggle the one yard line? No, Noah, I don't like Clyde Edwards Hilaire at all. Is Drake all good with his injury? He seems to be the Cardinals didn't even put him on the injury report, bro. Somebody legit just now offered me Saquon for Clyde Edwards Lair. Let's get a poll going. This is too big of a question for, for Senior Smitty to answer by himself. I want everybody to put in the chat right now. Let's rein the answer in the chat. Barkley Clyde. Just type the name. Clyde Barkley. Who do you think is is who do you think gaming should retain or trade for? Type Clyde Barkley. Go. Smitty facing someone who hasn't picked a kicker yet. Dirty pool if I add and drop every kicker in the waiver wire. PS I'm the commish. If that's the way your league rolls, no problem with it at all. If your league is going to get defend, or offended, if you're going to potentially ruin the league or someone's going to want to quit, then it's not worth it if it's going to ruin the, the league. But if that's if that's the league, if people are like, do it, you know, th that's funny. That's his fault. Barkley. Do it. Clyde. Barkley. Barkley. Take Saquon. Clyde, Clyde all day, Clyde, a lot of Clydes in a row. James says, uh, you saved me from suffering by trading for Clyde from my opponent. Hey, James, is this Noah's friend, James? Is that right? James, were, were you were the one that came on. Didn't you hate Clyde or tell me I was going to be wrong about Clyde? Are you coming back to tell me you like the show, James? I would love to know. Smitty, James Ross has Mixon and Sanders. Can you tell him he's screwed? I don't know. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let James tell me what he thinks of the show so far. Because so far we've done pretty good. And what was that other question? Smitty, you're already carrying me in this league while James Ross is suffering. I'd love to know if James likes the show now. But first he didn't. Clyde F and Clyde F New York Giants. Clyde, Clyde, Barkley all day. Clyde has chances for touchdowns. Barkley, Clyde, Clyde, Barkley, Clyde. Man, CMC or Clyde? <laughs> I think you're gonna get mostly CMCs on that one, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, 
I, Barkley's my 1.1, but if I'm drafting, like in this draft that we're doing Saturday, if anybody wants in on this draft, all you have to do is become a Patreon member right now at this link, and uh, you can be in this draft and get my Zoom link every Sunday morning where we go just the private people in this community right here, in this Patreon community, or on my YouTube community. Either one works. You don't have to buy both. You guys get to talk to me on Zoom. One hour before kickoff, I go live on Zoom for about a 35-minute call. Then I go live on YouTube after that. But you get an intimate setting with me, small group of people that's included in the Patreon, which is nine, nine, or $10 a month. Cancel any time. Try it for one month. But you get in the league. There's prizes, all that. Barkley, I got CMC and Clyde. Well, a Rav, I don't know how to say your name. You have a great team, bro. What did uh, what did James say? Did James say he likes the show? Might be able to do Cup and Ingram for Ertz and Deke. <laughs> I'd do that. Ertz and DK. Then flip Ertz and Jones for Terry and Waller. Ertz and DK and Terry and Waller are really close, though. To be honest, like, I'm okay. I, I like DK and Terry kind of about the same. I'd probably draft DK first because I think he can get 10, 12 TDs. Um, Waller and Ertz... Uh, I'd rather Terry and Waller, I guess. Yeah, man, do that. See if you can do that. The triple flip there. Triple flip. Thoughts on Fuller and Dino. Um, I don't think Fuller's going to stay healthy. So I would trade him. Gaming. Clyde does seem a little more appealing than my Barkley right now. Just said the fact that I think this is the last outro song unless we get a super another super chat. Um, I appreciate all of you. We've been live for two hours and forty minutes. Maybe some super chatters will keep us going three straight hours. Sorry if you answered this already. Any concerns about the failure to convert at the goal line for Clyde <laughs> Justin, tell me you're joking. Tell me you're joking, Justin. Tell me you're joking, please. James, I don't think he'll be able to overcome his mighty struggles. I don't know if you're referring to Justin. Justin, you have to be kidding. You have to be joking. Noah, I know you're joking when you say it. Is James still a Clyde hater? I hope James is not a Clyde hater still. James, bro, you're in the wrong. This is like walking into a a cowboy bar and be like, cowboys suck. <laughs> This is like walking into a tombstone cowboy bar back in the tombstone days and be like, cowboys are yellow, <laughs> yellow bellies. This is rich. Buy Brandon Cooks low? No. I wouldn't even pick him up at this point. I mean, he maybe depends on the, I already put that on the screen. Where did I where did I hate on Clyde says James? 
what you willing willing to trade for Dak in a QB one league? It depends, man. That's a loaded question. Very vague. I need a lot more information than that. But I mean, I draft. I'd rather I'd rather trade for Brady cheaper. You know. Would you trade Juju for Godwin? Matt. Of course, Matt. I mean this. With all respect, but take a lap, take a lap. Matt, take a lap, Godwin is a top 18 overall player, and Juju is like third, fourth rounder. You don't even know where people are valuing him. If you pull this off, Matt, you will be able to afford a shirt because you will win your championship. I want you to take a lap though, in celebration lap, for take, being take a lap. Take a lap, in this take, position. Take a lap. Of glory to go get your Godwin using your third or fourth rounder Juju. If you drafted Godwin and Juju around the same, or if you drafted Juju around Godwin, then pat yourself on the back for finding um, uh, an opportunity to get out of that. Fantastic, Matt. Noah's bragging again. I go DJX. Mostert can't catch balls. DJX or Mostert? I'm going Mostert. I don't know if that was a question. Hunt or White? White's White's craftier, but not as like fun of a pick, but probably craftier. Root beer or Pepsi? Uh, I like uh, cream soda. Root and uh, I do like root beer, but I take a Pepsi. I take a fountain drink Pepsi over a can of Coke, and I'm the biggest Coke cons consumer. But a, a fountain Pepsi can be better than a can of Coke. A bottle of Coke is better than them all. I'm a Coke connoisseur, and I'll tell you right now, canned Coke is garbage. Something to do with the aluminum, I don't know. But canned Coke doesn't come close to bottle Coke, and fountain drinks usually trump non-fountain drinks, but if they're watered down and mixed wrong, like I walk out of a, a, a restaurant, like how the hell do you screw up the mixture of your Coke? Like how do you not taste your own Coke and be like, this tastes like garbage, this tastes like piss. Oh, Park get, Parker gets another song. Thank you, Parker. Thoughts on Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers at his value, which in trade, if you want to... I like equating back to uh, draft value because I think it gives you a good perspective of where a player is going. And when the studio's up, you guys are going to flip over one of the features I'm going to have in the studio. It's going to be your, I think it's going to be the most favorite thing that you guys are going to ever see on the show. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it will be a prop and you're going to love it. And I've never told anybody about it. So you can't guess it or anything I mentioned before. It's not the pull up bar. It's going to be awesome. But Rogers, I think he's super undervalued. Super undervalued. You know, Mountain Dew Zero is pretty badass. If you don't want to drink calorie, calories all the time, I need to get back into it. But Mountain Dew Zero, Sprite Zero, and uh, I'm not big on diets, but I want to say Diet Squirt's pretty good too. Clyde versus Lair for who? McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke, or Keep Clyde? I think you got to get McCaffrey. I think you have to consider Barkley. Especially if you have Clyde ownership elsewhere. I'd probably take Barkley 
if I had a lot of shares of Clyde. If Clyde is only on one team, don't trade that man. You will be very, I'd rather, I'd rather keep Clyde and lose than have no ownership of Clyde. Clyde's going to be so fun to own. Like, tell me, even if you win, even if you're not winning your week, tell me you didn't have so much fun watching Clyde tonight. It's so fun watching him in that offense. And I, he reminds me of Priest Holmes, not in the way he plays, but in the entertainment value, the excitement on every carry. Every time Priest Holmes touched the ball, you were just excited that he was going to score a touchdown. But not Zeke. I, I mean, i probably take Clyde over Zeke right now. <laughs> right now. MT. I usually can't show them because they're a tad aggressive. They're basically just for me, but I appreciate them. <laughs> I don't see, I mean, maybe I see those. I don't know if I see them. I don't, maybe I'd see them on YouTube, but not in my, my setup here. <laughs> me too, but when I see a Coke taking off battery acid for my car, it tells me something that isn't good. True, true. But I will also say that stomach acid in your stomach is probably, I think, if it were that bad for your stomach and your stomach acid, you'd have problems right away drinking it. But I can say to you that I've drinking a lot of Coke and I do worry a little bit about my, my future stomach problems that I could potentially have. Zeke and Allen for DK and Clyde. Uh... Give me Dak and Clyde. Dak and Clyde. Do you think Clyde gets more passing work? Yeah, because he got none. Um, absolutely. He could catch, even with a, a you know, zero start after week one, he could have 55, 60 catches in 2020. I think they ease him in. It was COVID offseason. It was, let's get the guy the ball, baby steps and getting him involved. And baby steps means starting week one getting 25 carries on the ground, um, he's only going to improve. Like, the funny takeaway from this is people will actually walk out of week one and try and label Clyde as completely developed. This is what he is. He's not getting better. He's not getting more volume. He's not going to catch more passes. He's not going to score more goal line touches or get better opportunities. Everyone's going to assume that this is what it is. It can only get worse from here. He could improve, people. He can improve. Clyde could get better. I don't understand why everybody's so weird about this. Like, winning scares people. Um, Knee-jerk reactions to this is too good to be true. He was a rookie debuting his talent tonight. He was 5'7", 5'7", when the game started. He was 5'7", when the game ended. So no, not worried about how tall he is. Were you worried about how tall he was when he scored his touchdown? Did the defenses on the field in the NFL get made kind of, not like fools, they, they, they did a good job wrapping him up sometimes, but did he run circles around people in the pros on Thursday night in week one, similar to how he did all throughout college? The answer is yes. I'm not worried about Clyde at all. Smitty, will Clyde be able to catch more balls this season? Yes, Noah. 
Yes, Noah. Yeah, he was only going to get 15 carries tonight. What's the worst, Tevin Coleman or Shanahan? Uh, what's worse, Tevin Coleman or Shanahan for Mostert's value? Um, Mostert should get a shot, and it's going to be kind of in his court. The ball will be in his court. If Mostert can drop a lot of goodness, I think Mostert could definitely keep his job. Yeah, I, it's all up to Mostert, but he is in an environment where they could replace him very quickly. Uh, Coven, Coven says, Smitty is still alive. My God, most dedicated analyst. Thank you, Coven. Thank you, Coven. Coven went to bed, came back. He's going to work now. What time is it? Holy shock. Start two running backs this week. Sanders, Singletary, or Monty. Oh, sorry. Jorge, I didn't mean to air barf on your team. But Sanders, if he plays, you got to play him. You drafted him in the first round, probably, or close to it. You you know, he's your guy. You, you liked him for a reason. Don't listen to me. But I, I feel like all three of those are so disappointment-prone. They have a lot of disappointment-prone ability. Um... So, Sanders, until you find out he's out, and probably Singletary, man. He hasn't lost his job yet. Monty, we don't know what we're dealing with. I mean, we don't know if he's hurt, if he'll be ready. MT says, Scott, aggressive computer Bob is easily... My second favorite thing about that has ever happened in this chat besides timing out James Devlin. Noah says, RIP James benching Sanders from week one. Don't start Monty, says Scanners. I thought I was supposed to go to bed. I think we got to wait till we got to wait seven minutes now because we got to hit a we got to hit three hours then i'm going to bed start sanders drafted third round that's good that you got him late that's good value there i would have probably paid third round value for sanders too so if that if that gives you a sense of where adp can change my mind that is it start sanders ridley or woods I'd probably go ridley if i had to pick between those three right now but if sanders is a go He's actually doing really well. Then you might want to roll with him. But Ridley's probably safer. Ridley's probably safer. Jorge. This is my team. Lamar Jackson, A-Rob, K. Allen, um, Schuster, Sanders, Singletary, Kittle, Cup. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I, I sell cup. I sell cup on the high. I sell Singletary if you can. I sell Sanders on the high. Um, do like the, I mean, it's a good team, but it's loaded with a bunch of risky players. I love Lamar. I love A-Rob. And I love Kittle. I would potentially look to move all the other parts around, trading a Sanders in for a Drake or an Eckler. I'd trade Sanders for Eckler straight up right now. Maybe you can't even get that because he's banged up, but I'd do that. I feel that's safer. I'd trade Keenan Allen 
or do you do with Singletary for one big, better player? That's me. AJ Green, at 100%, would you start him over D. Jackson or Slayton? Maybe, but Slayton's kind of crafty, but maybe. Maybe I'd start AJ Green. They say he's a go. Um, well, who's James? Uh, who's James now? I must have missed that. I just, I'm catching up on that. I miss a lot because I'm reading one comment out of like 10. But who's James now? I'm just curious. Alex Cruz. I haven't seen you here in a while or I've missed your comments. Smitty, I got Clyde, Drake, Ingram, Hunt, Gibson. I need to trade for a three-headed monster. Need your help. Wide receivers are Galladay, Woods, and Green. So you want a three-headed monster, eh? Uh, so Clyde, Drake, trade Ingram and Woods for Zeke. Ingram and Woods for Cook. Ingram and Woods for uh Camara and if you can't pull that off Woods and or you could go Drake and Woods for McCaffrey or Barkley I don't think Ingram is enough I may or I'm sorry uh Elliot's enough you could maybe trade Drake and Woods for Elliot and something you could do that Alex, but Alex, glad to see you here, man. Alex Cruz. Do you like Ridley or Hollywood more? I like Hollywood quietly more, but I love both. Ridley was on my bold predictions last year, so you can't get me to say anything bad about Ridley, but I think people take my I like Hollywood better or DK better than Ridley as if I don't like Ridley. It's just I, I like those guys more. David Johnson will prove you wrong. Thank you, Noah. Appreciate it. Um, I'm getting the Travis Scott burger at McDonald's. What's that? Is Madison worth holding if you have a good waiver wire target? Uh, depends on the target. Like James Washington or James Washington. <laughs> James Robinson, I understand the appeal, and I consider it, but I'd probably rather have Madison. But, I mean, I'm trying to find a way to get, like, Robinson, but it depends on the option. Hollywood is fire, says Dylan. Damn, dude, I need to be in your league. Nobody wants to trade in my league. Well, you can be in the 24-man league, and I promise you a lot of trading by just becoming a Patreon member right here. And it's uh, 10 bucks a month, cancel any time if you just want to do it the one month and try it out. But you get that Zoom link on Sunday morning where you can go live with me and a, a select small group of people that are in the Patreon or YouTube membership. And you get into the league as well. You also get one weekly YouTube private video, usually around training of some kind to help you, like a master class type video, an ADP breakdown, a certain trade tactic, stuff like that. So it's pretty cool for 10 bucks, man. And you get in the league. No entry fee to get in the league. 
but their prizes and stuff like that. Noah needs to sleep. Noah, you're an old man. You don't need to sleep. You're still going on a run? Probably not now. I'll run tomorrow. I'll run twice tomorrow. Noah says Terry over Ridley. That's arguable. I mean, on either side. What's Parker's value with Preston around? Um, tough to, to value evaluate, but I still think Parker's probably the better option by a lot, and that could change. I know it's fire. I had that burger two nights ago. What is that? What are you guys talking about? What burger? And who's De who's Devlin? I, I missed. I even missed the replies. You about Skip and Shannon? Who's your favorite out of them four? Skip, Shannon, and Stephen A. I don't know if I love any of those guys. Shannon Sharp, maybe. Yeah, Shannon Sharp. Smitty doesn't know the Travis Scott burger. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Who's James? I'm still looking for that. Rank, AJ, DK, Ridley, Terry. Probably in that exact order, maybe swap Terry and Ridley, though. But I, I like Ridley and Terry about even. So you could literally put that same order if you want. I just purchased some memory pills. I can't remember anybody's names nowadays. I do remember their number, though. <laughs> Computer Bob. Computer Bob always remembers my number. It's Travis Scott's meat. I don't know what I feel like. I don't know what's going on here. Let me look it up. Travis Scott meal, Cactus Jack, McDonald's. The Travis Scott, Cactus Jack's favorites. Travis three. McDonald's favorites, all four for $6. Order yours today. What you may not know about me, though, is that I actually memorized the entire McDonald's menu when I was, I think, seven or eight years old. I don't know if any of you remember. Computer Bob might. Uh, I'm looking for the old people in the group. I don't know if many of you remember that McDonald's sent out a record. I know some of you don't know what a record is or a record player. But they sent out a record with the entire McDonald's menu song. And I memorized that bad boy because if you memorized it and you walked into McDonald's and you read it off or you sang it, you would get a free meal. So what did what did little Smitty do? Sat at home after school, memorized the entire McDonald's menu. Took me a little longer than I thought I had ADD. I still do. We didn't know what attention deficit disorder was back then. But Smitty... Still practice harder than the average bear, working harder, you know, smaller. I was a five-foot little midget. I didn't grow until my junior year in high school. I've always been small. 
until I got big. <laughs> I, I, I've always been small. I was always small. Now I'm six foot two, but I was tiny. I was a tiny little guy. And I memorized that McDonald's song. I went in and I read it. You, Scott says he bets I don't know the McDonald's song. I do. I do. I do know the song, Scott. Scott, if I sing the song, I want a $5 super chat. And uh, we have a deal. And so I went in and I sang the song, the Big Mac song. And they literally just stared at me and said, what can I do for you? They didn't give me a free meal. I'm upset about it. I still am bothered by it. And it, it bothers me. To this day, I never got my free meal. <clears throat> it goes like this. I'd like a Big Mac McDLT, quarter pounder with some cheese, filet of fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a Happy Meal, McNuggets, Tasty Golden French Fries, regular large size, salad shepherd, garden or chicken salad, oriental, big, big breakfast, egg McMuffin, hot, hot cakes and sausage, maybe biscuit, bacon, egg and cheese, a sausage, Danish house, brown food, two, four dessert, hot apple pie, Sunday three varieties, soft serve cones, three kinds of shakes, a chocolatey chip cookie, and to drink a Coca-Cola, diet Coke and orange drink, Sprite and coffee, decaf, two, low fat milk and also orange juice, uh, that's it. Of course, they've added items to that. No, you've already super chatted enough. That's fine, Scott. I'm kidding. But that used to be the whole menu. Now I've got to add Travis Scott into the mix. I like a big Mac McDLT Travis Scott quarter pounder with some cheese filet, a fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a happy meal. McNuggets French fries. I like a big Mac McDLT quarter pounder with some cheese, filet of fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a happy meal, McNuggets, tasty golden French fries, regular larger size, salad, shepherd, garden, or chicken salad, oriental, big, big breakfast, maybe muffin, hot kicks and sausage, maybe biscuit, bacon, nigger, or cheese, or sausage, Danish, hasbro, two. Four zero dot apple pies a Sunday free der blah 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 a soft serve coat three kinds of shake a chocolate eat chip cookie and a drink a Coca Cola diet Coke and orange drink Sprite and coffee decaf two loaf of milk and also orange juice. Boats and hose. <laughs> MT with the five dollar dono. MT's got you, Scott. Scott, you've already done way enough. Way, way enough. Dun, dun, the Big Mac, the McDLT. The Quarter Bender with some cheese. $2.79, I love it. That's like the cost of a burger. Boom. Spitting bars. I even got James Rose respect tonight. How about this one? My best friend Harry's had a brother Larry from... How did that song go? <laughs> Bust a move? Was, I, I remember that song. My best friend Harry had a brother Larry. In five years from now, he's gonna marry and he... Something. Alright, I think I'm done. I think I'm done for the day. 
I've dished out the McDonald's menu. It's it's all muscle memory, Dylan. Muscle memory, even your words. All right, I think we're good. Thank you all. Thank you, MT, for the final super chat. Thank you, Double A, for the final super chat. Scott, thank you for all the super chatting you've done. God, I can't even remember all the super chats. Like, I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, Tony, Umberger, Parker, Parker super chatted. We have had 1,718 comments on this show. 1,718. I wish they would keep these on the video. Like, when you publish the video, people would see this comment log. 1,700. In 20 comments on this show in three hours 1720 comments that is a lot of comments I've never really looked at that number thank you MT thank you Scott thank you Scott thank you Xander thank you Rock I'm trying to scroll through all the 1700 comments for the super chats if I miss your name I'm sorry thank you Scott Scott dropping the biscuits tonight Scott's dropping Super chats tonight, like Clyde's dropping six yard carry runs, man. Mood, mood, how can I forget mood? Mood dropped like a whole McDonald's menu tonight. Thank you, mood. MT earlier, MT dropped a 10 spot earlier. Uh, mood, another biscuit right there. Mood bought me four hamburgers right there. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna go on a YouTube live to a McDonald's and I'll very casually be like, could I get a Big Mac McDLT quarter pounder with some cheese, filet of fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a happy meal, McNuggets, tasty golden french fries, regular, largest size salad, shepherd garden or chicken salad, oriental, big, big breakfast, egg McMuffin, hot cakes and sauce. Maybe biscuit, bacon, egg, or cheese, and sausage, Danish, has from two, four dessert, hot apple pie, Sunday, three varieties, soft serve coats, three kinds of chicks, a chocolate, eight of cookie, and a drink of Coca-Cola, diet, coca, and orange drinks, Sprite, and coffee, decaf, too. And also low-fat milk and orange juice. I forgot that at the end. For you, I'm going to go into McDonald's and casually drop those bars for you to say thank you for tonight. To say thank you for the 1732 comments. To say thank you for all the super chatting you have been doing tonight and every night. And we've got Derek. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek. (laughs) Derek. Thank you, Tony. Tony Turley. Thank you, Stuart. Stuart. Uh, thank you, Derek. Damn, Derek. Thank you, Grovel Unburger. Kind sir. I don't know if Unburger's still there. I don't know if they got Wi-Fi on his yacht in the, the Caribbean. Uh, thank you, Jordan. Thank you... Damon. Damon Moneyballs, Clayton, I forgot about. So I think I got all the super chatters. I'm not positive. 
if I missed any of you, please forgive me. I know not what I do. Please forgive me. I can't stop thanking you. Take Mrs. Smitty to McDonald's, <laughs> McDonald's date. Attaboy. I will. And then while we're done, we'll brush our teeth with Crest. Crest has been shown to be an effective DK preventive dentifrice that could be of significant value when used in a conscientiously applied program of oral hygiene and regular professional care. That's That used to be on the back of a Crest toothpaste. <laughs> uh, computer Bob dropping the five spot. boy. Put that on my tab for another night, Smitty. Thank you, computer. Thank you, computer Bob. Computer Bob. Dropping it like it's hot. Thank you, computer Bob. All right. I think that wraps up the show. We're at a three-hour, 11... I mean, yeah, we could go four. But I think we'll end it here. We've got 116 in the room. Please hit the thumbs up on the way out if you don't mind. Please subscribe on your way out if you don't mind. If you've gotten any value at all, if you're new. And follow me on IG. I'm hoping my account's still there. I was bummed all day. You guys helped raise my spirits tonight. But my IG account got locked. I got the hiccups. Probably from this. Um, It got locked. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get in in the morning. I, I usually, 24 hours, things like this unlock. But for right now, Smitty1Com is my Instagram handle. Smitty1Com. Like .com, Smitty1.com. Just like uh, how you find this show, go to Smitty1.com. So follow me on IG at Smitty1.com. Smitty1.com. You'll probably type in smitty1.com in, in IG search and it'll show me. You'll see my mug. But hopefully my other IG account's back in the morning. Maybe it's back now. All right, I'm out of here. Appreciate you all. Go Clyde. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, baby. So excited. Congrats to all of you who had him tonight. Congrats to all of you who had Mahomes, Watkins, Tyreek Hill, uh, Kelsey, Fuller, and even you DJ owners out there, I'm happy for you. I'm glad DJ over-delivered beyond my expectations, but I do believe it is still time to sell high. And thank you for all the crazy amount. We have 1,800 comments later. Appreciate you.